900 decibels. Yeah, we are live. You're, you're talking over going live. Yeah, so what? Shut it, up. It, Stop only... talking. How many viewers do we have? Is it time zero. for the intro? We have zero. We have none. We couldn't have zero. zero. We, we have could. zero. Do we? Yeah, it takes a second for it to catch up. But right now, we have we have four. See? Look how quick that was. We, we now have four. Let's see if we can make it. to. Can we make it to five before we roll the intro? Oh, see, now, now you're getting greedy. Well, listen, I know what's going to happen. You're going to go on, and you're going to put it on your page, and then it's going to go to five for a second. I'm going to get all excited, and then we're going to come back, and there's going to be four again. And it's going to be like, oh, Mike has no friends. Well, we know that to be true. Yeah, well, you're my friend. Right? Yeah, that's true. So you have Are one. You? Well, that's, you know, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> See, now we're down to two. Right, See, because this is you what started guilting about. people. I was not guilting people to leave. Motherfucker. All right. Well, we're not supposed to curse early in the show because of <laughs> YouTube. All right. Now we got to wait. Uh -oh. Now we got to wait. Now we got to wait for a third. Uh-oh. You're... I'm what? Are you... You're like freezing up every three seconds. You were freezing up every three seconds. You were freezing up. My I don't know what the problem fine. is. The problem is there's only two people here. We can't do an intro without a third. There was four, and you had to get greedy about it. There was, but there was a real... Why was there four, and then it just disappeared right down to two? That I can't say. Did your mom because, go in and leave? Oh, now you're sharing my video. Look, there's three. It's a false three, but we're going to do it. You ready? Here we go. Here's the intro for the 2.0 people that are watching. Cover to Covered is a podcast that features two idiots talking about music at length, and occasionally a dog does make an appearance. There will also be special guests from time to time that will show up, and they will be smarter than the hosts. And the hosts will give their opinions. By the way, they are exactly that. Opinions. They are not truths, they are not fallacies, and they do not reflect the views or opinions of their employers or those they employ. So with that, just enjoy the damn show. I like how you used the the pictures of Gene and Paul bald. It, well, because, I mean, what's real is real, right? Yeah, right. I'm sure those aren't doctored. I don't know. I had nothing to do with it. But you know what? I believe that as much as I believe that this is the final tour. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, all know. right. That's a good one. That's a good uh, one. Come on. Oh, look. My mom's here. Hi, Mom. Hi. Let's say hello to Mom. Okay. Hello. Great. We got a lot to get through today, so let's cut somewhat almost close to the chase, not quite into it. So my name is Mike Venezia. This is Cover to Cover. That is Nick Morocco. Nick, what store do you own? Rock City Music Company. And where are you located? Five Mile in Farmington in Livonia, Michigan. And where can... Whoa, hey. 
Uh, whoa. <laughs> Rockcitymusiccompany.com is where you're looking. Well, listen, I, uh, th there's a reason why I paused here is because our special guest is saying people are having some trouble getting into the show. I don't know why they're having trouble getting into the show. Um, all they maybe need is maybe go to Mike had like Mike had fourteen events going again, so people can't figure out which one they're supposed to get into. No, 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 no. Let's not go there. That did not happen. <laughs> that did not happen. Here's what I'm gonna do. All right, wait. I'm gonna. All right, wait. So now uh, I'm gonna do. Let's see. I'm posting this somewhere. Row. I know that you're watching us do this thing. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna type this on my Facebook page. We are live. All right, and then if they go to the YouTube link, it'll be much better. So, Ro, share the YouTube link that I've just posted on my Facebook page. I know that you are hiding behind the scenes and you are listening to us. So please do such things and then all your friends can come join us. That's what I'm saying. So, okay, great. So Rock City Music Company, rockcitymusicco.com. Yep, that's it. You got it. It's right there. And uh, for those of you that are new, which nobody here probably is at this moment, uh, subscribe, like, hit the thing, buy stuff from Nick's store, all that fun stuff. Yes? No? Maybe? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. How are you, sir? I'm all right. How are you? I'm miserable. Um, oh, join. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, since we're saying that, me too. <laughs> I got to get up at 4 a.m. tomorrow because I got to head off to the East Coast. Oh, well, you'll be happy to know I'll, I'll, I'll be going to Columbus, Ohio tomorrow to see the the boss. Oh, why would that make me that? Why would that make me happy in the least? Because uh, you won't be in Columbus. Oh yeah, you're right. That that does make <laughs> me happy, and the fact that I won't be at Bruce Springsteen makes me even happier. So Columbus is yeah, right. no Columbus is an all right town, but like I've been to Columbus, I've seen shows in Columbus. I don't want to see Bruce Springsteen in any city. You're a dickhead. No, I'm not. I'm just smart. There's there's a big difference between being a dickhead and being smart, and you just don't know the difference. So, and that's not my fault. So, What's happening, baby? That's right. So, uh, uh, what is happening, baby? And, and the answer is nothing. Nothing is happening. Right now, we still got four people in here. So, all right, cool. So, here's what we're doing today. We're doing a KISS retrospective roundtable, and we're going to bring in somebody in a couple minutes. His name is Roe. He's such a devout KISS fan, he named his company War Machine Marketing. Now, it sounds badass because it's War Machine, but it's also a KISS song. So uh, I, I and, can only and, imagine. And I also named my business with a nod to a KISS song as well. Yeah, but you're in Detroit. Yeah, but it was it was because of KISS. It wasn't because I was in Detroit. But that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. No, you're in, you can't separate the two. You live in Detroit. I don't live in Detroit. I live in Warren. Oh, you live in Warren. And your store is in Livonia, Michigan. Right. So it's not Livonia Rock City. No, it's right. just Rock City. Right. So it's a nod to Detroit Rock City. But you could have said Detroit Rock City, and then Gene would have been like, you know, Nick, you're not supposed to use any part of any of our songs as the name of your store. I now own 10% of everything that you <laughs> 10%. sell. 10%? It would be more than that. Well, at least 10%. I would go for 50. I'm being nice because I know that you're fledgling and you're really working your way up in business. <laughs> and so we will adopt you as 
kissrockcity.com, kissonline.com, get the kiss condoms, get the kiss casket. We get you coming and going. There Thank you me. go. You got it. All right. So with that said, uh, what are you listening to? Same stuff I was listening to last week. Great. Next. <laughs> No, the Paul McCartney lyrics book. I'm still working my way through that. So, oh, okay. That's as fair as I as I said last week, I've been going. It's it's uh, um, sorted uh, alphabetically. So each chapter, you know, here's all the songs in D or in the letter D that he picked. And uh, so I read the chapter and then I listen to the songs. And there's been a ton of songs that I'm not familiar with because there's a lot of deep cuts in the book. Oh, and I thought uh, you were going to say there were songs you're not familiar with because you don't know all the letters of the alphabet. No. Because there's deep cuts in the book, and uh, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, and also, I've been uh, spinning David Bowie "Let's Dance" for some reason. Because I dig that Ray Vaughan. Because that's that's why I would spin it. And Nile Rodgers. And Nile Rodgers. Yeah, that too. Why not? Sure. Let's just throw them all in there. Uh, you know what I've been listening to? What? A lot of Kiss. No way. Preparing for this episode. I didn't need to prepare. Well, I had a, I had well because all right. We'll get into this, but like the eighties is just not my era for Kiss. So I had to like bone up on some of that again and be like, do I actually like songs from this era? And I do. Yes. Not many though. Uh, but I've also been, and you know this already, you've been listening to Look What I Got. Yes. Yeah, finally. I got my very own copy of Camp I Thrill by Steely Dan, the UHQR, very overly expensive version, but it sounds so good. I mean, it sounds amazing. And by the way, if anybody wants to know what actually comes in this thing, Nick's talked about it before, but I actually did an unboxing video on the channel. So not now. We're live. You should watch us. But when you have a moment, a free 10 minutes of your time, and you want to see the unboxing of this, you can see all the cool things that come in it and then my analysis, which, you know, is worth nothing. But then again, this is the Internet. It no right. one matters. So anyhow. I'm glad you finally got a, an actual UHQR, though, so you know I'm not uh, just blowing smoke. No, I believed you 100%. Just the thing was, I didn't, it's not that I didn't believe you, I believed you. This surpassed what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. It was like even better than you could possibly imagine. So, um, so, all right, cool. Moving on from that. Cause we do got a lot to go through today. What's coming out this week. What's coming out on Friday. What is coming out this week? Hang on. Let me pull up my, if note. there's any Bruce Springsteen, please there's just not. burn it. Good. There's, there's no Bruce Springsteen coming out. Unfortunately, um, for who, for, uh, <laughs> for, for me. Oh, I forgot to mention. Uh, also I've been listening to uh, Slayer South of heaven. Figured I'd mention that because it's always that's a good time worth, to listen to Slayer. That's worth it. Yes. Um, okay, being released this week, uh, two reissues and a uh, new release I wanted to spotlight. So let's go with the new release first, and I know you're going to be excited about this. How about William Shatner, The Blues? Oh. Oh, yeah. Is, that's a thing? Oh, it's a thing, all right. You know, Nick, I need to talk in stuttered sentences with a blues man playing in the background. Bone, Scotty, Spock. <laughs> and not, not only is it exactly that, but it also has performances from Richie Blackmore, Jeff Skunk Baxter, Albert Lee, Pat Travers, and many more. Wow. That yes. many people debase themselves going into a studio recording a William Shatner. All right. I'm buying two of them. Yep. I mean, the guy's 90 years old. I don't know how much longer he's going to last, but 
Anyway, wow, and we it, got thirteen people here now. We're becoming we're becoming a, a, a sensation. Thank you, Ro. You must have posted uh, the, the the address. So yeah, we got to bring him in soon. Uh, what else? What else? Okay, is uh, reissue the cult love their second album which is their breakthrough record that's Indie's, a great album it's fantastic indie yeah. store exclusive reissue on red vinyl oh sweet yes that's gonna that's be good sweet. and it's already on sell hold uh which if you don't know what that means people out there that means from our suppliers they're already telling us you can't get any more so it's <laughs> limited run very limited i guess and finally, wanted to spotlight. I know a lot of people are excited about this because it's finally available uh, easily, I should say. Warrant Dog Eat Dog being reissued. Their uh, album after Cherry Pie. I know there are people that are looking for that. So, yeah, the, we had an original press last year that went for like almost $200. Um, That's it? Yeah, it was something like that. That's maybe, a little surprising that it was only 200 Maybe it was more. I can't remember. I know it was pricey, but this one, uh, it's a music on vinyl reissue, 2,500 numbered copies on red and blue vinyl. And the the music on vinyl pressings are usually pretty good. Yes. So they're, they're uh, are they, those are German, right? Something like that. German, German. or German or, or Czech presses. They might be Czech, to be honest yeah. with you. But they're but usually the, pretty good pressings. Yeah. The, the, uh, the LPs always sound good. Yeah. I, yeah. The, uh, the QC's good. The jackets always look good. So it's it's all good in my opinion. All good. All in good. Hood. Yes. Well, I'd be into at least two of those. I don't know about William one. Shatner is right at the top. Oh, right? that's no, that's that's definitive. That's first. That's like that was that was a no brainer. And I'll be in I'll be in Pittsburgh. So when that comes out, I'm going to hit a couple of record stores that day. I'm going to find that thing. I'll fly home with it. But I got to read those liner notes immediately. So yeah. Uh, yeah, look, Warrant Dog Eat Dog. Jeff Henderson paid three hundred and twenty-five dollars for his OG copy. That's nuts. Damn. But that's what they go for, you know, at least right now. But you know, every time something comes out, like like a reissue comes out, I don't know if that. And we should talk about this sometime. It'd be good to analyze original album reissue comes out. What happens to the price of the OG? Does it go up or does it go down? It usually depends on sound quality of True. the reissue. But or collectability of the original as well, you know, uh -huh. depending on how many copies of the original there are. So, um, you know, I mean, uh, the, the can't buy a thrill, <laughs> it can't really drop further than the dollar it probably costs because there were 9,000 copies of it. But more or less, I'm, I'm talking about like the 90s originals, you know, uh, that you know, uh, they're very limited in pressings because CDs were the things being pressed at the time. You have albums coming out now as reissues. What does that do to this one? I'd be curious to see. Maybe we should do some analysis, do a show on that. Yep. But anyway. All right. So today we are talking about Kiss. Why are we talking about Kiss? Because they were on Howard Stern last week. We talked about this last week on the show. Talked about their appearance on Howard Stern. And tickets go on sale Friday for the final however many shows they're they're doing at the end of the year i think it's like 22 shows or something it's 50 shows but well that's including like south america and such yeah right? yeah but they're doing the final 50 shows yeah and but the last the last 20 or so are in the u.s with the last two being at madison square garden on december 1st and 2nd before and they add more dates and before they add more dates uh and they bring in holograms to take the place of gene and paul uh, something like that, because I guarantee something like this is going to happen. Like, this can't be... Maybe it's the final for one of that. Like, I don't know. 
we'll analyze this with Roe when we bring him in. But yes. Roe Ro is a maniac, and Roe loves Kiss, and Roe bought a ticket to that final show, and I think he gave up a limb. Uh, so we'll discuss that. Uh, yeah, look, $6,000 VIP package and no band interaction. I don't think that's correct. Because Six grand, you got to be taking a picture with the band. Well, because the the VIP upgrade that has the cattle call meet and greet photo with the band is a thousand bucks. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I don't that's... I don't think that's right. Yeah, that that can't be right. But but I mean, for six grand, like, do you get a fluffer? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you get like maybe your you own get you sweet in a honey pot. Like you get a, you get a pa- pair of kiss panties you're supposed to wear in front of Gene. No, you just sniff them. that's it well you know what we're talking too much without further ado let's bring him in the 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 ceo the president and founder of war machine marketing mr paul stanley (laughs) (laughs) i heard some of you people out there like angus beef (laughs) <laughs> fantastic oh my god how you guys well, doing ro coley welcome to cover to covered and uh thank you for joining us i've known ro for probably too long and that's because he knows who i am and that <laughs> nobody needs nobody needs 25 years of me so uh oh oh look gall mccartney already is starting talk about unmasked their best album <laughs> All right. Yes. You know what? You know what? Gall McCartney. We're going to talk about all of them, but you won't understand because you know three letters have four teeth and don't know more than two numbers. So you know, again, you are the missing link. Goodbye. <laughs> to be fair, he does have more than four teeth. <laughs> yeah, but are they? He's got five. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> How many of you people like to drink? Oh yeah. All right, we're, we're we're calling it. We're calling out all the all the Paul Stanley lines. How many of you people like to drink some alcohol? I know. Some people out there like vodka and orange juice. Yeah, right. The, the song "Cold Gin" has nothing to do with Gene Simmons. I'm now talking in the third person, as Gene is clean. Uh, <laughs> oh Rose, man, Rose selling things as we're talking. This is going to take forever to get through this. It is. All right. So let's get into this, into this. So Ro, you are here because I know that you are a supremely huge kiss fan. Probably the biggest kiss fan. I know the second biggest kiss fan is the guy to my, well, my, my, he's on my left here, but he's actually on my, you know, he's over there next to me. There we go. That guy, that guy, there we go. Yeah. That, 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 that guy, that guy. that guy uh and uh you're both huge uh nerds when it comes to kiss i am i am a lowly nerd i'm a lesser nerd when it comes to kiss but kiss was the first band that i fell in love with when i first heard them in 1977 me too so uh i was gifted on my fifth birthday from a friend from kindergarten i got destroyer Cause you know, that's what kids give each other. That, yeah. Well, he was a kiss fan too. So that's what he got me. And ever since then it was just like, yeah. And then I didn't care in the eighties. And then I came back in the two thousands. So we'll talk about well, all great that. Great well, time to come back. So much great stuff happened with kiss in the two thousands. Well, no, that I could look back and I could, I could binge listen and go, yeah, you know what? I didn't miss anything. Uh, 
Check my text. I got text. Jeff is like Jeff is yelling at me now. No band interaction. All right, wait. We we'll have to we'll have to pause. Let's see. Watch watch the kiss set from the ultimate location, the pit. You'll be in the crew area directly in front of the stage. Wow. Talk about bragging rights. You get a pre-show dinner at a New York City landmark restaurant. Cat's Deli. Um, personalized kiss. You know, it's tour like pack. Pizza Hut or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's Famous a, Rays. Right, you get a slice a from Famous Rays. You get an egg sandwich. Exactly. Appreciate that, buddy. Personalized Kiss tour plaque only available to ultimate purchasers. Signed limited edition Kiss 2023 tour lithograph. $150 merchandise voucher to be used in the Kiss online store. (laughs) You can't even use it. You can't even use it it at the concert. You have to use it online and wait for it to come to you. Commemorative Kiss VIP laminate, which cost a total of about eight cents. I make t- laminates. So I know exactly how it's supposed to Right. Oh, and the tour plaque and lithograph will also be shipped to your house. That will not be something that you can pick up and look at at the show. Uh, there okay. is no band interaction with this package. Oh, but, wow. you know, but he sent me this. The thing is, there's no, like, he didn't send me the price. So, it's six Jeff, grand. You, but you're not complete. That's all. It's six grand. He's right. He's right, which is blowing my mind because up until it's probably just because it's those last shows because before that yeah. ultimate experience, you got the uh, like I said that cattle call meet and greet thing where you got your picture with the four of them, which is still I mean I'm not justifying six thousand dollars, but you did used to get a picture with them. Well, you get to hang out in the pit with the crew. Yeah. Well, oh no 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 not with the crew. You're directly in front of the stage. In the crew area. Yes. What is what crew area is directly in front of the stage? Here's, I've never here's been, wait, hang on. We have to point out another thing here because that, that same VIP experience at every other show is four thousand dollars, and you get to uh go on the stage and sit behind Eric's drums and hold Paul and Gene's guitars and stuff. And then in the fine print it says there will be no on stage tour at the Hollywood Bowl or Madison Square Garden. But oh, they're char- but they're charging two thousand dollars more. I'm glad I'm going to that Hollywood bowl show. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's great. So Here I we got go. my tickets. Oh Diamond uh, upgrade meet and greet is $1,000 on top of whatever else you buy. Oh, so you can buy a $6,000 package, and then for another 1000 bucks, you say hi. Mm-hmm. Great. Seems like a great deal. That works for me. Yeah. All right, I'm going to buy two of them. <laughs> I'll take six. There yep. you go. Row is going to buy a row. Row is going to yes. buy a row. Ha! All right, Jeff finally sent me the number. Thank you, Jeff. Yes, yeah, $6,000 complete ripoff. So, big shock, though, right? <laughs> Yes. You know, at kissonline.com, we have found a way to print money, and that is by bilking all of our fans out of all of their money. So we, we, Kiss, Gene Simmons, myself, and all of Kiss are just taking all of your money and saying goodbye and not coming back again. The fans wanted this. Mark Garney says, "There goes my 401k." So yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of my. And listen, he says uh, Jeff says not to doubt me, you slap dicks. 
Um, well, at least we got dicks to slap, buddy. I was like, I need so. to use that term. I need to call people slap dicks more often. <laughs> yeah. 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 I gotta let's bring that one back. I'm telling you, man. That's a slap great name dick. for a punk band. The slap yeah, dicks. The slap dick, slap dick Murphys. Yeah, the slap dick. <laughs> I think they're opening for tickle fart. Oh, yeah. They, actually, we can't call it Slapdick Murphy's. We have the Slapdick, the Slapdick uh, Old Duels. Slapdick Old Duels. Hey, I'm a Slapdick Old Duel, and welcome to our punk show. So, all right, great. And anyway, uh, so let's talk about this. Now, Ro, yes. tell us a little bit about you and War Machine Marketing. Sure. So uh, War Machine uh, Merch, actually. It's now called War Machine Custom Merchandising. We dropped yeah. the marketing name. Um, and we make merch for bands and companies and everything. So anything that's got a logo on it, I can put it on pretty much anything. So if it exists, I will make it. And if it doesn't exist, I will fucking make it. So, um, that's kind of what we do. Um, yeah, so we do stuff for tons of bands right now. We're hopefully going to do stuff for Iron Maiden right now. Um, I got falling in reverse. We do everything for the whiskey and the rainbow out here in Los Angeles, um, so yeah, we do everything. And then we also do custom action figures. So, and custom Funko pop. So if you ever want to be an action figure, be a Funko pop, we can do that as well. So each, each one's totally personalized and it's just really a cool thing. Actually, do I have mine around here somewhere? Hey, babe, can you grab mine real quick? My and phone? how, uh, how can somebody contact you if they uh, want? Yeah, cool just things. go to uh warmachinemerch.com. Super easy. Um, we also, um, we also do uh, these really cool mini guitars. Ah, there we go. We also do these really cool mini guitars. This is actually a, a rejected prototype, unfortunately. Um, but uh, but this is what they look like, and we can do pretty much any guitar. So if you're interested in that, we have Kiss guitars. We have fucking tons and tons of stuff. So drop me a line, uh, rok at warmachinemarketing.com, and I will take care of you. Oh, and my wife just brought over my little custom pop of me. So Awesome. There's me right there. It looks just like you. Yep. That's then, killer. Yeah. And each one's uh, hand done. There's no 3D printing or molds or casting. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you want to do a band member that's never had a, a, a pop before, we can do that. If you want to just do you on a regular day, you want to do somebody as a character, we can do all that sort of fun stuff. So can we do one of Gall McCartney? It would just be a green blob. Sure. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do anything, dude. I don't give a fuck. I'll do. Uh, I'll do whatever. No, it's a. It, yeah. So we can do all sorts of fun stuff like that, and that's that is that is who I am and what we do. And the name of my company comes directly from the Kiss song, so it's one of my favorite Kiss songs. Big shock right there. Oh, here's a question for you. Shoot. Can you do a dog Funko? Depends on the animal. Uh, certain ones we can, and certain ones we can't. So that's a that's kind of a a a, 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 a kind of a, a upon request kind of situation. Well, can, can you do one of Roger, one of my pups? Uh, I think we might be able to. You have a pug, don't you? Yeah, you can do pug Funko pops. I I'm think pretty sure we can. I'm pretty sure we can figure out how to do a pug <laughs> Funko. Count me in for a Roger Funko for sure. Yeah, really. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a. a I'm gonna make a grouping and just give them out as gifts. There you go. There's my Christmas gift. My dog is now in your house. There we go. So now my dog is farting in your house now. Yeah, well, and he's been <laughs> farting all day. I mean, like exactly. he's just—he's been on a tear. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> it's been—it's been awful. I'm going to be honest with you. The the, the mm. scent, the odor, the the aroma has been pungent. Uh, oh, there, there he is. He's back. I had one of those when I was a kid too. I had Paul and I had Ace. Oh, see, those are the old Mego figures from the 70s. These are from Art Asylum. They came out in, uh, like, the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, those are far more articulated. These are two and a half feet tall, I believe, or two feet tall. 
And he actually comes with a bass also, like a bass that he stands on that plays Detroit Rock City. So it's pretty nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but the box is the box he comes in is fucking like four feet tall. It's insane. Is that the are those the uh, the the destroyer figures? Yes, uh, this particular one is destroyer. Uh, but then they also did the love gun ones as well. Yep. All right, I'll buy them all. Five dollars. Yep, I go. got those. So what we're going to do is, with Ro's help, we're going to yep. go through the entirety of Kiss's catalog. Uh, and when I say the entirety of Kiss's catalog, it's not actually the entirety of the catalog. We're not doing, like, Kiss Live in Vegas and, you know, every single greatest greatest Kiss. We're not doing that. We're not doing double platinum. What? You know? Yeah, I thought double platinum should count. That was unfair. Why? Because it has Strutter 78. So what? It has Strutter 78. It's got a cover of their own song. Yes, it's a better version of the original Strutter, but at the same time, and if you ask Gene who wrote it, he'll fight you uh, on who actually wrote that song after the interview last week on Howard Stern. But who cares? It's a different version of Strutter. The rest of the, it's a great collectible. It's not something we're going to pick three songs off of because it, we're all going to pick the same song as the best uh, song it, on that is a new I, version I of Strutter. It's like, it's, like, it's like talking about the originals. It's like, that's just the first three records. <laughs> so, right. But, but, uh, but uh, I, I did point out that Killers and Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits have to count because there's yes. songs there exclusive. Songs there there yeah, are different songs yes. on there that are that are not anywhere else. They're not covers. They're, you know, yes. So those are in there. Those okay. are in there. And we did a live. I have a live one through four. Fair enough. All right. We're not doing the from the soundboards and nah, all that nah. other stuff because nah. I'm still disappointed of the one from Iowa because that thing sounds like shit. Oh, it doesn't? I haven't heard that one yet. Oh, no, it's terrible. It sounds one. awful. It sounds terrible. It sounds like it the tape is okay. warbling. It sounds like the tape is warbling. It sounds like a bootleg, which is what the it fuck does. it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to sound like a mixed record. Yeah, but if it's called from the soundboard, it better sound like a fucking mixed record. <laughs> yeah, see what he said. Yeah. It does. Well, it doesn't. It sounds like a, a bootleg. Fucking, a bootleg like should a not be an tape. official release. Right, and a, and a bootleg is something that, like, you know, the guy who's hiding a cassette player in his pocket who somehow got it in that's a bootleg it sounds yeah, it's better like, than that it's like rerun on what's happening yeah, at the doobie, the doobie brothers, brothers concert yeah. <laughs> i just, oh I just, I just watched that one last wow, week wow i haven't thought about that episode in i don't even know how long <laughs> that's right up there with benson when uh, the governor's daughter went to see kiss when she wasn't supposed to yeah <laughs> she got into a lot of trouble for that one she sure did <laughs> all right so here's how we're going to do this ladies and gentlemen and then again, uh, the before, again, more housekeeping is more people here. I'm sure some of you have not been here before. Please like and subscribe to the channel, please, because we need all the help we can get. Uh, because as you can see, there was a there were there were coming into today a total of 72 subscribers, which is hey, Nick, how far have we come? When we started this, there it were was there like were 12 four or something, it was like, <laughs> there were like four. So, uh, you know, now there's now there's 72. So, we at least want to hit triple digits, and well, then we'll start so giving. Know, I, I posted the the link on like as many Kiss groups as I could on Facebook, so hopefully people will be coming and hanging out with us. So we'll see. We'll what see. I mean, people you are going to get upset. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> not, they're not going to like what this they're going to hear. This is what I hear. signed up for. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, they're, they're not going to like what they're going to hear. That's for hey. sure. Especially if I open my mouth about some of these songs and albums. So we're going to go through the uh, most of the Kiss catalog. 
we're each going to pick a song, and some of us may agree on that song. So there may be one, two, or three songs on each album that we're going to pick off these albums. Each of us is going to take a turn. We're just going to, you know, I'll just, you know, we'll randomly pick who's going to talk about that album. We'll have 90 seconds to talk about the album. Pick a song. Got it. Then if there's certain albums like maybe Destroyer (laughs) and things where we may need to wax poetic a little bit, that's okay. That's fine. But I could tell we're going to talk about Monster for about eight seconds. (laughs) So, Do I have to pick a song from Monster? I'll pick one. Don't worry. There is one that's okay. Yeah. There is one that is is okay. There is. And it's the one that starts the album. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we'll get there. So we got about 26 albums to go through. And and here's what I got to help us along. I have this. I knew it. Sweet. Look at that. So. Now, one thing about Kiss to start off is something that you have to give them credit. These guys put out four albums in like a year and a half, basically. And that's number one. And then something every year. There are very few years through the 70s and 80s where there was no new Kiss album, whether it be live or otherwise. Uh, And then the Metallica effect, as I call it, took over in the 90s. Um, you know, because Metallica, as of 1991, when the Black Album came out, they didn't do shit for like five years. All they do is tour, right? And right. I think a lot of other bands at that point kind of took on that persona in a sense, in as a business model. Like, all right, let's put out an album, just tour forever. Kiss seemed to do that too, because after 1993, there's a big chasm until some new things came out. So, all right, so we're going to talk about this. Everything has dates and years and things like that. One thing you're also going to see is that Kiss seems to like releasing things in September. I don't know why. Just something I found out doing the research on this. So, first album named Kiss came out in 1974. Who wants to take this one? Nick. Okay. I just pick one track? Well, no. You talk about the album. Okay. So, debut Kiss record. It's got a ton of Kiss classics with a K on it. Strutter. (laughs) Firehouse, Cold Gin, Nothing to Lose, Deuce, Black Diamond, Hundred Thousand Years, all on this record. Um, one of the one of the greatest debuts ever. The track I pick from this record, Deuce. Do you can't have to argue, take a shit? Can't right? Because you know your man's been working hard. He's worth, yes. He's worth a dump. He's worth his shit. <laughs> Row. What yes. song do you pick from this album? Uh, you know, I got a bunch from this record. <laughs> I got a bunch from this record. Uh, it, it, I always dug Let Me Know. Um, but Deuce, I have to agree with Deuce, because Deuce is the song I do karaoke for most when it comes to Kiss. Um, but uh, I always I always dug it. My only problem with this record was just the fact that uh, I always thought the, the, the production was so thin, you know? Yeah. So oh, if you a, thought this was thin, wait till we talk about the next one. Yeah, well, that's well, you know, it sounded at least it sounded a little bit better, but it's like you could just tell that they were like whoever was producing it just didn't understand their vibe whatsoever. Yeah. You know, no and I mean, budget that, I mean, either. That from the from the cover art to the you know with Peter's weird makeup, make him look like the dog guy giving the other dude a blowjob from fucking The Shining. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like he just kind of like you could tell that they like nobody really knew what to do. So I, I think that kind of comes out when I listen to it. But I always loved. Uh, uh, yeah. Let me know was always just such a cool song. But um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, agree with Nick on this one. It's uh, Deuce is definitely the, the track that really 
you know, just that that boom, like that. Yeah, sure, when, yeah. when I heard that for the first time, I was like, yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, I think that you gotta you gotta point out with this record is that one, two, three, four, five of these songs at least from this record are still in the set list. Right, that's true too. You know, yep. And uh, as, as as spaced out as as you know, Ace can be and is and will always be, and hopefully one day I'll get to smoke some of his ashes. Um, you know, like as, as space, it's like you could tell that the drugs and everything didn't haven't really been like they weren't like a part of the whole thing yet so it's like everything just sounds so fresh and it just sounds like they're all in it together which i really did like about that you know yeah, yeah it was it was definitely down and dirty and definitely a, a bluesy blues rocky kind of thing yeah where you know you could see like 50 years later that it's nothing like it was when it started right um for me on this album by the way a couple of notes you brought up the makeup this I believe if my if it's correct if I have my information correct they didn't do their own makeup on this cover and that's no, they why don't. they look like they do yeah. they look so different than the makeup in subsequent years because they didn't do their makeup on this one they yeah. hired somebody and they're like yeah, they we don't look like us like Ace looks the closest yep yeah Jean's yeah. makeup's all fucked up too yeah it's all like super like weird pointy and stuff and and just it's a lot look, higher up on his face. It looks like too. Yeah, it kind of like kind of comes starts here as opposed to like kind of comes down by kind of his cheekbones as you know. So it kind of yeah. stops almost almost just under his eye sockets. Yes. Peter Chris just looks like something in, from like Kabuki <laughs> theater. Like I don't yeah. know or Bukaki theater. One of the two. Anyway, <laughs> so my song that I'm going to pick is I'm going to pick a hundred thousand years. I was I was looking at that too. I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like oh shit. I was thinking about that and, uh, and black diamond. And I was like, Oh man, it's oh. hard to pick one really good song. Yeah. Deuce is of course is legendary, but yeah. you know, for me, a hundred thousand years that, you know, just right. kind of kicking off that song that, that really kind of really gets you into it. And it's, it's just a great tune. All right, yeah. moving on. Next up, in October of 74, all right? Let's look at this. We're talking about February. <laughs> they made a record. They toured. And then October, like nine months later, they have another baby. <laughs> yep. It's like Irish twins. <laughs> except, <laughs> except, in, except in album form. Um, it's, like <laughs> it's like Kisses Irish Twins. So oh, Hotter Than Hell... Uh, I'll take this one. Why not? Hotter uh, than hell. Hotter than hell is definitely not one of my favorite albums, and why? Because of the production. The same guys produced the first and second albums. I think they did a way shittier job on the second <laughs> album. Yeah, it's not good <laughs> as far as the production goes, and it sucks because there's some good songs on here that get ruined by the. It sounds like they set up a microphone and an eight-track cassette and just said go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Got to Choose, the first song on the album, it's a good song. It sounds terrible. Yeah. It absolutely sounds horrible. The whole record sounds like demos. It's terrible. Yeah. It's you not know, good. For me, I just, I fell in love with the artwork. I the artwork with, is I great. I fell in love with the artwork. And after the artwork, it was kind of like any sort of thing that I didn't particularly care about for the record, like, kind of just didn't really matter for me at that time. You know, like, it was just, it was... The, the artwork was always as a kid, especially it was just like looking at it. And then, you know, I was kind of like one of my first times seeing like boobs <laughs> start out, but it was yeah. just kind of like, wow, like what kind of lives are these guys living? You know, it well, was just for, such, a, such a crazy thing. 
for me with the artwork, just having like all the Japanese writing and stuff made it seem like this kind of foreign entity and like yes. almost, you know, like, exactly. oh, this is kind of taboo. And for some reason, Gene's like cape, like the, the way it, it made it look like he had this wacky sort of like Doris Day flying nun hairstyle kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it's kind of weird. One thing he's on the sides. You know, but it is. I mean, like that photo, that that cover photo, that's badass. Yeah, I always. It's love very it. dark, surrounded I, by all that color. So yeah, I agree with you. And I'm not a huge Peter Chris fan per se, but like I always thought he just looked super dope on this cover. Yes, yeah, he I did. On, I always thought he looked so cool on. Yep. And it just he had this very, I don't know. I don't, it's really weird because looking back on it, I'm like, oh, yeah, what? He's wearing like leather and stuff. But like it, it just had a very dangerous like I wouldn't want to meet this guy in an alley kind of kind of situation sort of thing for me. You know, that was always my uh, my thing. But uh, but I, I that's why I was I always loved this record just because of that. They just look so cool. My story of the uh, artwork is uh, when I was a kid collecting records. And uh, I saw this, I was up north with my family on a, uh, on a family trip and there was a flea market going on and somebody had a copy of this record and you, you know, it's hard to find kiss records in the wild, you know? And I was like, Oh, cool kiss hotter than hell. And I said to the guy, how much do you want for this? And he goes, well, you know, uh, probably like $30. Cause this is a foreign pressing. Because <laughs> it had all the Japanese writing on it, and I was like, even even at like twelve, I was like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, there's, okay. no, there's no OBI. What the <laughs> heck? All right, so if I'm gonna pick one song off this album, let me go rock and roll. That's a good one. That it's, is a good it's one. it's a lesser known Kiss sort of hit, I guess if you want to call it that. It's it's just a fun rock song. It's and a really fun rock song. Yeah. I like this. I like that one. I mean, I know how anthemic you know rock and roll all night is, obviously, but I always love this as like the anthemic rock song for them. You know, it's just got that that real rock and roll, just that intro and everything is so so good. Well, Ro, what song would you would you pick that song off the album? Or would no, you pick a man, different one? Parasite is mine. There you go. All right, Parasite. I went I went between Parasite and what I think is one of the best Kiss deep cuts ever so i'm gonna go with that one all the way oh that's a good one too wow that is deep that's that's like under un, it's under the covers that are under covers actually i just saw ace really play at the whiskey not too long ago and he did strange ways which i was really shocked by. nice i wasn't expecting that whatsoever and i that totally threw me off did the he just want everybody to leave is that <laughs> why he played that song yeah Strange Ways the first time Peter almost quit the band because he told him he wanted to put an eight-minute drum solo in there, and he told him if they took it out, he'd quit. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's one way to... Sure, they could set their, their, their watches to every time he wanted to quit. Right, exactly. All right, speaking of quit, we're done with this album. Moving on to the next one, and this one is yours, Ro, because both Nick and I went. And that oh, is, which one is coming this? out in March 1975. <laughs> now we're talking like, like six months, months later. Yeah. You know, like six months later, we have yet another Kiss album. And this one is Dress to Kill. Dress to Kill. Let's see. What do we got? Well, let me see what's on Dress to Kill. I got to I gotta look at this real quick because I, I know some of the songs that are on there, but I just want to make sure I know all the tracks. I really wish I would pulled it together a little bit more before this, but that's just that's my fault. Um, so much for you being <laughs> the expert. Okay. Hey, I am. But, you know, whatever. I mean, look, I there's am. only so much room in here. Okay. It's mostly just Simpsons quotes and, uh, you know, 
and just banned stuff. Um, That's fair. That's fair. okay. So I have a couple on here that are really funny. I always liked uh, uh, "Ladies in Waiting." Yeah, I always thought that was a really just a wild song. And uh, uh, what's another really good one on here? There's a couple on here that are really good. Uh, and uh, "Rock Bottom." Rock Bottom's great. Rock team. Bottom's yep. always been a, a, a top one for me. So I, I would have to say, um, oh well, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because no, sorry, sorry. Take that back. Take that back. She. That's my song. Love she. That's, that's yep. my jam right there. That she is. is uh, she is such a heavy tune it's and dark. It's so dark, and I love it. I love how dark that song was. It's going to pop know? up again later in the show. Just that opening. Daniel. I just remember being like, yeah, I know, right? Can I hum this without getting sued by Kiss? Can we do that? Only 10 seconds. Yeah, because I have a feeling that this whole thing is going to get flagged and sent to (laughs) Doc McGee, and like that's going to be the end of this show ever. (laughs) So, nothing. This was also the year I was born. So. There this, you is, go. Uh, this is definitely a cool, a cool one for me. So I love this cover too, because it had, you know, it was this cover and then you had like the negative version of it on, yeah. on the back. And funny story, like those are all Bill O'Coin suits. Yeah, all the suits, like nobody could fit in them. <laughs> yeah, mean, look at Gene. probably looks the best <laughs> yeah. when it comes to fitting in that. I suit. love the concept of that too. Like the, the going with the album title, like it's great, especially for what we were just talking about with the last one, like how menacing and evil they look on the Hotter yeah. Than Hell cover yeah. to go to this. It's like, it's, it's so great, I think. Now, the funny thing about this album, too, just another note on it, is that when it came to production, it's actually better. And the funny thing is... It's drier. It's it's, well, it's a little drier, but there's better separation, and it's a little beefier, too. And that's right. because Neil Bogart, the owner of Casablanca Records, said, screw you guys, I'm producing this one. <laughs> so it was, it, That was the kind of thing, because with Hotter Than Hell and with the first Kiss one, you could tell that they that they just weren't getting it like the whoever was no. producing it just wasn't no, understanding they, they weren't doing a very good job at all you know i agree 100 percent. yeah that's really what it comes down to i'm actually gonna gonna go with roe on this one i'm gonna say she as well because that was that was a song i totally was gonna pick off there's a lot of great songs on this album right. of course rock and roll night is on this album that's where it first came up um but that would be so non-kiss fanny to pick that is like the right. best song on this album uh so i'm gonna go with she as well nick what about you I'm going to pick room service just for ah. the ridiculous lyrics. <laughs> Baby, the lyrics I can use very... a meal. <laughs> just... I mean, some of these, some of these well, lyrics. You do what you feel. Yeah. A oh stewardess in a tight blue dress says, I got the time. All right. Now I got to look up the lyrics. We, we got to pause here one second for sure. Room service. Rock Bottom is a great one, though, too. And she yeah. is a great call by you guys. Getaway's a good Peter track. Um, Ladies in Waiting's awesome. And of course, Rock and Roll All I Love Her All I Can's great, too. You know, and uh, Anthrax actually covered two songs on this record, too. They did Love Her All I Can and Come On and Love Me. Nice. Nice. Which, uh, which I'm always a big fan of. You know, anytime somebody covers Kiss, I'm always down with that. Wait, who who did that again? I'm Anthrax. sorry. They did. Did they song? do she? They, they did, did she also. They did she also. Uh, wait, did they do love? Oh, wait, maybe they didn't do. They didn't do come on and love me. They did she and parasite. And they did love her all I can. Yeah. Uh, they did love her all I can on the Black Lodge CD single. Oh, okay. Nice. There you go. Yeah, I thought it was come on and love me, but you're right. Sorry. Moving on. 
Now September of '75, we're on the fourth album. <laughs> we're not yeah. even. We're not even like two full years into Kiss. Year and, and a half. We, and we have four albums. It's nuts. Anything that should ha- could have Kiss on it should have Kiss on it. That's right. At this point, we were considering putting our name on everything, including uh, including my socks. They were Kiss socks. K i s s o c k s. Kiss socks. So. Uh, anyway, I gotta yes. take this one. I gotta take yes, this one. You must take this one. Go uh, ahead. Okay. Recorded in Detroit at Cobo Hall. Yes. Most of it. There is tracks from I believe Cincinnati and somewhere else, but most of it's at Cobo. That cover photo, that iconic cover photo, one of the greatest oh. album covers of all time. Um, taken at the Michigan Palace, which was down the road from Cobo Hall definitive versions of all the tracks on the uh, first three records of course uh, rock and roll all night which blew them up completely uh great versions of deuce of strutter the firehouse uh, hotter than hell bridge bridged gap uh nothing to lose of course let me go rock and roll the track i gotta pick on this because it's absolutely the definitive version and i think it is the best kiss song of their whole career black diamond oh yeah I'm I'm gonna not say that. <laughs> I I am in this case gonna go with rock and roll all night because that is it is they've done it live so many times they went up on other live albums later on and other people have covered it and there's other live versions that are bootleg versions and what have you and then we have all these live from the soundboard versions and you know what this one still blows them all away. I agree. By yep. far, it is the best rendition, their best rendition of rock and roll all night. Now. It's the defining Kiss track, too. I mean, it is in a lot of ways. But can we say that maybe it was embellished after the fact? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. It still changed just as many lives, whether it was overdubbed or enhanced or whatever. Who gives a shit? Enhanced. Enhanced is a good word. <laughs> well, what's, I mean, it was right because they used. Was, oh, yeah, it was completely cannon, cannon fire and all that yes. sort of stuff. Yeah, at the end of the album, there's like 27 cannons going off. It's like somebody in a studio, like, clapping trash cans together or whatever. I don't know. For the <laughs> album cover alone, though. Like, I mean, look at that. It's so fucking great. Yeah. I like the cover, but and, and because it is it is iconic. But here's the thing. When did those three ever stand that close to each other in a concert ever? Well, in those days, they were still doing the thing where Ace <laughs> got on his knees and all that in the right. fucking Midnight Special style. Uh, that's true. That's true. All yeah. right. Moving on. Did we all pick a song from this? No, Ro oh, didn't. Uh, oh, Ro did not pick was, a song from this. Uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say she again because it's just dark. all right it with the extended hard. Ace guitar solo. Yeah, and yeah. it's just yeah, and it's just yeah, it just well, especially once the vocals come in right after the guitar solo and everything, it's just like you know, oh, it's just it's so good. It's just, Ace was good then. Ace was really so chunky. Good then. Yeah, you know that's kind of it. That's I was telling I was telling my wife the same thing. I was like, you know. It's like before they really made it big with this record, it's like they couldn't afford drugs and alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they could actually do stuff, you know, but then once all that crap came in, it was just like, yeah, no, fuck it. Yep. You know. All right. Now, moving on to, uh, I guess, the second wave of Kiss albums. I guess that could be one way to kind of break it down because it was like three, a live album, three, a live album. Yep. This one changed my life. As it did for many people. Kiss yeah. Destroyer, March of 1976. Now, again, hot on the heels of September 1975. Six months again. Again, again six months later, 
And here we go. Another Kiss album. Now, this one, of course, we need to wax poetic on for a little bit because there's a lot to unpack with this album. First of all, they have a new they have a new producer for this album, Bob Ezrin. Now, Bob yep. Ezrin also worked on The Wall. He worked with Alice Cooper. Alice, he, uh, uh, well, I mean, later on, but later yeah. on. But, you know, at this time, he was like known as like one of the biggest producers around. Right. And he made Kiss learn how to play. Essentially. Because Kiss knew how to play instruments, but they didn't know how to play together. They didn't know how to record. They didn't know how to do all these things right. He literally wore a whistle around his neck and called them campers. Like, would blow the whistle. Okay, campers, get ready. Here we... And, like, was, like, like a drill sergeant for them on this album, which, if you listen to or read any interview with Gene or Paul, they're like, we needed that. You know, we really needed that. And that comes out in the production. He also did all the orchestration on great expectations and things like right. that. Um, and uh, basically wrote all the solos for Detroit rock city <laughs> uh, and had ACE play them uh, just kind of hummed out all those harmony solos and such. So he was responsible for a lot, a lot on this album yeah. and between his production, his honing of the songs, the songs that the guys brought in to begin with. Yeah. And that album cover. Yeah, another great one. Classic album right there. Yeah. Yep. Almost perfect. Almost perfect. I love seeing all the different renditions of this album cover too. Like I mean, both like the the sketch like the painted version, this kind of more finished version, the kind of rough version that was on the um what was Resurrected. It? Resurrected, thank you. Yeah. Uh and then on top of it, just all the spoofs that I've seen of it, you know, between like you know, the one that's got all the serial killers on it, you know, like Freddie and Jason and all that. Like just every time people have kind of done their own version of it. I just think it's I think it's awesome. You know. Well, I'm gonna pick my song from this album. And there is a lot to pick from this there album. Is. There are there's, there's a lot songs. to pick from this album. I will tell you what I will not pick from this album. Sweet pain. No. It not, is the weakest track. It is the it sucks. <laughs> It that just was actually sucks. the name of my tattoo artist in San Diego. That was the name of his shop. And it was That's he, fine. No, but it was a whole kiss museum and everything. It was like his whole thing was all kiss. So well, I guess that works. For him. Shop. So, but as far as the song goes, yeah. it sucks. So I am actually gonna go with something that your uh uh that, that Bic here actually references, and that's <laughs> Do You Love Me? I love track. that song because it's like it's 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 fine i think they you know after kiss alive after they were touring for a while they kind of realized that like not everybody wants them because they're nice guys right <laughs> you know? uh and it's it's paul's realization that like no like i i understand you want to ride in the limo you like hanging out with the band you like doing all these cool things but what about me <laughs> you know right. and it's kind of an introspective kind of song but it's also dark it's so dark and it's raw because like just the way that he opens the vocal line in that song, it's not polished. No, it's just like, you really like, like he's angry. Yeah. Like and he's like I yelling really, at her. Yes. Yeah. And I totally dig that song for yeah. those reasons. Yeah. See, I always love the end of the uh, end of the song. Like when they have the bells and stuff in there, you know, like, yeah, almost like the wedding bells kind of sound, you know, yeah. I, I just, uh, that's the, that's that Bob Ezrin orchestration right yeah, there. Yeah. It just totally. it added such an interesting, like, like, is this where we're going with life? You know, like, do you really yeah. love me? And are we going this way? Or is yeah. it just like, are you just in it for the fucking, you know, black sunglasses and your, you know, magazine covers and all that? I, I just, I really dug that. 
I think Bob Ezrin was like the heavy metal Phil Spector. Hmm. He was that's on that track for sure. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. That and Great Expectations. I mean, I yeah, that's, I that's I Bob Ezrin as the heavy metal uh, George Martin. Yeah, that that is true on that one. Ro, what song did you pick off this? Um, I got two actually for this one. Um, you know, being a big Gene fan like I am, I God of Thunder is just like, I mean, I know it was written by Paul, but you know, and I heard the Paul version, and good God, that's awful. Um, <laughs> but like, but uh, uh, but just that the stompingness. I mean, you it's it's you can hear Gene's boots. Like that's kind of the way I, I picture Gene's boots are the ones that are singing the song. You know? <laughs> um, that's that's you know dun, 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 dun. like that's how he probably walks into a oh yeah yeah like I'm surprised he doesn't have little sound chips in his heel that just play that whenever he's walking someplace you know uh, that and like my wife said do you love me is you know and for all the reasons Mike brought up too it's just you know it's dark but it's just like it, it really it, this record it's kind of weird this record came for me after my first Kiss record which is coming up but it's like this was when i was like whoa like it just it was so it blew apart like all my not expectations but like all of what i thought kiss was based on what i knew back then and then when you hear you know beth and then you hear great expectations and you hear the bells on do you love i was just it really kind of kind of cracked kiss open wide wide open for me well Um, beth beth cracked beth cracked kiss open for the masses right because that song was was an over-the-top number one smash hit and who would ever think that like the drummer right you know would would be the one singing the hit the ringo star yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was like their yellow submarine right way better yes it is way better than that but the same kind of concept, but like, you know, the drummer's like singing this amazing song and not like Yellow Submarine's amazing. It's not, you know what? It's nothing like Yellow Submarine. Let me, let me, let me change my tune <laughs> Let's on that. Real quick. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just having Beth open up this world for them. And also on this album, I believe if I'm correct, it's the first appearance of something called the Kiss Army. So oh, the first yeah, time I'm saying, sure. join the army, shout it out loud, you know, join the army. Right. And that's really when the Kiss Army started taking off because, well, Bill O'Coin is a smart guy. Or was. Was. Yeah. Uh, and, Even though Gene uh, and Paul probably tell you it was their idea. Well, you know, we had this idea <laughs> of, of coming up with a way to just take all your money. We we started slow. It was $5 a year. Now it's $4,000 a month to be part of the Kiss Army. And you know, don't even get a uniform. You know, we wanted to be the band we never got to see. <laughs> <laughs> listen, always and listen, listen. <laughs> Sorry, anytime, I Paul, anytime a Paul voice comes out, I got to do that. Listen, um, <laughs> I didn't pick a track. I'm between the. It's it's. This is probably the hardest album to pick one track off of because there's so many great ones. Ro mentioned God of Thunder. Do You Love Me is great. Shout It Out Loud, of course, a classic. I think King of the Nighttime World is great. Uh, but King of the Nighttime World's great, yeah, too. That's but an awesome song. Gotta got pick, got pick Detroit Rock City. Oh, for sure. Yeah. that is. Uh... It, it, if you picked any track on the album except for Sweet Pain and Flaming Youth, you'd be right. I love Flaming Youth, too. I hate that song. That's a good one. I think Flaming Youth's good. Yeah. I don't hate it as much. You know what? It sounds like, all right, think about it. That sounds like something that was cast off from the first album. Flaming Youth? Yeah. Yeah, it could fit there. Yeah. You know, it would fit in the first three albums somewhere perfectly fine. And Bob Ezrin's like, well, you want a song? Go ahead, do it. 
So, um, all right, great. So we will move on. Sorry, I gotta, uh, I gotta introduce everybody to the. Oh, hello, kitty. This is, this is, this is the monkey. Hello, monkey. Monkey is my little boy. Monkey's awesome. There we go. Well, and and that out. was fast. He's okay, out. he's just like screw you, pops. I'm here to listen to a kiss. He's like, you're not. You guys aren't talking about kiss again, are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, call me when you get to asylum. <laughs> right. All right. Now we've gone a whole nine months later again. <laughs> they were working it, man. We're in six albums in three years. Not even two and a half, right? All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, not, not fully three years. Yeah, not yeah. fully three years. Yeah. So yeah. Yeesh. Rock and roll over comes out. God damn. There's a lot of great songs on this record. There Another are great a lot cover of great songs too. on this. Yeah, There's and it's it's like cartoony, but at the same time, it's like the first cover that takes all of their quote-unquote personalities and puts them out there uh, because you have the Catman, which I don't know what the heck is behind him, but like Space Ace, he's got lasers coming out of his uh, eyes. Uh, and behind uh, behind Peter is supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be like, uh, like kind a of pineapple. Forest like foresty <laughs> it's supposed to be like a jungle kind of situation it's a pineapple it's a pineapple. it's a- <laughs> you nailed it. because cats love pineapple does paul have <laughs> butterfly wings behind him i think he's yes he's got yeah. angel wings he's got angel wings because he's he's star child yes <laughs> that makes no sense <laughs> right? yeah, but, but yeah peter's got kind of a jungle vibe going on behind yeah, peter him. has a jungle jungle cat oh I that's guess. what it is it's kind of like um uh, like like when um not like palm fronds, but like when you see like a, a tiger kind of hiding behind, yeah, uh, a, a kind of bushes kind of thing. I think that's between two ferns, as it were. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now Dean asks a great question. Where's the rest of the pineapple? <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, you know, well, not long after this, know. he was. <laughs> I don't yeah. think any of us want to know. <laughs> a couple of years after this album, he was like stocking pineapples uh, as his <laughs> career. So. Right. Um, <laughs> after out of control was released, yes, that's Jesus. when he became Pineapple Chris. Um, yeah, out of control, but it's like the most subdued cover <laughs> yeah, with his right. stupid face on it, and it's subdued uh, record for that matter. Yeah, exactly. Right. So he's very much in no, very much in control, I guess, <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. If that's the case, all right. So Rock and Roll Over comes out November 1976. Whose turn is it, Nick? Uh, Row, it's, it's Rose. Dude, there's yeah. so many good songs. I'm like looking at this list, and I'm like, Fuck, there's so many good songs. I want you is awesome. What a great way to start the record. Uh, I think take me is a lot of fun. Calling Dr. Love is just a standard. I mean, that is just a gene staple ladies room. I always love because my mom hated it. <laughs> they said, meet you in the ladies room. She's like, why would they want you to meet in the ladies room? That's where the people, that's where the, you know? And I was like, I just always thought that was funny. You know, uh, Love him and leave him. I can I can take her or leave, as it were. Um, and uh, see you in your dreams. I like this version, but I love the way that Gene redid it. Yeah. Uh, and making love has like one of the best kiss riffs ever. I mean, I yeah. That's, that's a it's a great one to also do karaoke to, you know, and just really kind of like just belt it out. And then hard luck woman, you got you know Peter doing his thing, and it's just kind of a a more mellow song, but not Beth mellow. You know which one. Hard Luck Woman. Oh, Hard Luck Woman, which, you know? funny enough, was written for Rod Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Paul right. Stanley wrote that song with Rod Stewart in mind. And honestly, when you think about the way that Peter sings that song, he sings it in it's a very, very Rod, Rod Stewart-esque way. Yeah, it's a very so, Rod Stewart kind of style. But yeah, And I he mean, did so, a good job with it. It's just not right for Kiss. 
Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was. I thought that. Uh, yeah, I of, think it's solid. Yeah. I think it's one of those songs where, again, it's like, you're like, okay, cool, making love and, you know, love them, leave them. You know, you got, you know, calling Dr. Love. Like, those are all very kiss type songs. And then you I get don't know. It just, woman and it's just, it, I don't know. Like, Hard Luck Woman to me was almost like, um, kind of like that Beth kind of vibe of, of kind of like, you know, you know, I'm with the boys and we can't find the sound and I don't know. Hard luck woman is kind of like that sort of vibe to me where it's kind of like where they're all singing about, you know, fucking and doing all these things. It's like, then you got these songs where it's just like, yo, and then there's, then there's kind of this up part about being. In the so band. it is like, he is like Ringo, but hard luck yeah. woman is, is more, ki- more for kiss than Beth is. If yeah, you think yeah. about it in terms of, of the song being well, written yeah, and stuff. I, most everything no. else would be more Kiss than Beth is. Yeah, but it's just, I think Beth was kind of what opened it up to being like, oh, they could be more than just this. I think I think right. Beth, Hard Luck Woman was kind of like those sort of, for a lack of a better term, just a, a different kind of way to show a little bit more diversity within the band as opposed to like, oh, they're just tongues on fire and big boots and stuff. You know, it's like, and then you get that. And then... Uh, <laughs> Dean took it wow very violently the other way when he was 12 no less I think that guy needs some therapy a lot of it more than than your average person sorry Dean but yeah Uh, there's too many there's so many good songs on this record so pick one one. I can't um, you know what Um, All right, I'm going to say making love making love Good that, choice. That, that riff is just that. Yeah, it's a great song. If I'm working out or riding my bike or something like that, that's that's the one that gets me that last that last rep. That's the one that gets me up the big hill. That's that's my song. Nick, what about you? Hard to pick one on this one too because it's such a solid record. But um, if I have to pick just one, I'm gonna pick "Take Me." Interesting. Oh, that's a good song too. Yeah. Interesting, because that was one of those co-written songs. It's one of the first times they had co-writers per se. But it's got that like, I don't know, grooving, bounce, jamming thing. Yeah, I don't does. know. It's it's it's, and I love making love as Ro uh, mentioned, and uh, Mr. Speed's a great one too. Mr. Mr. Speed's weird. Yeah, I was. I never like it. Too much of a fan of it. I always felt like that song felt forced. But yeah. uh, but that was just me, you know. But like, again, that was one of those songs that, that was co-written with Sean Delaney, so it's it's not, you know, wasn't Sean Delaney like Bill Coin's boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, exactly mm-hmm. it was. So and he was the uh, um, uh, sort of the stage stylist. Manager. He was like oh, the st- stylist and stage manager basically. Yeah. So he showed them kind of like how to move and you know yeah. kind of where to position themselves and stuff like that. So. He played such a huge, huge part in their in their their. Obviously, he co-wrote three or four songs on this album. Yeah. Um, For me, I'm going to go with "Calling Doctor Love," and I know that seems like a cop out, but that was the song when I heard this album that really caught me. And why? Because of the background vocals. Hmm. The background vocals in the choruses are like, sort of like disconcerting. They they make you a little uneasy because they're in a minor key and they're just the way that they're layered. It's perfect. It just kind of makes you. Like gives me it gives me chills when I think about it. So anyway, I'm going with calling Doctor Love now. Another side note: this album was actually produced by the one and only super famous Eddie Kramer. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and Eddie Kramer worked with uh, everybody in the '60s and '70s, namely Led Zeppelin. So and uh, Hendrix, and Hendrix, oh, and and you know, I mean, so like that's they wanted him to be their producer for years. 
Yeah. And they tried to get him to produce the first album. He was like, didn't he nope. do the demo? He did their demo though. I think. Yeah, he did. he did the demo, but he would not do the album. Right. And the only reason why he did the demo is I think that the guys were working in the studio like yeah. free. Yeah. So, yeah. At the like, time. Hey, if, if we're going to do this, like that's our payment is him working. Yeah, on the demo. exactly. But I, I love this artwork though. This is some of my favorite. It is really cool artwork. artwork. I mean, it's not as cool as destroyer, but it's really cool for me. I, I this one's over destroyer as far as artwork. really. Yeah. Um, hmm. There was, there, especially growing up and everything again, it's like I first got introduced to kiss with love gun and then sort of had to work my way back. Um, so it's like for me, when as I was working my way back, I became more into comic books and stuff like that. So this was kind of had more of this, just this really cool comic book vibe to it. And plus, same thing, just like all the other, like I was saying about like bands that like sort of and and just different like uh, companies that have used this artwork in some regard, like Anthrax has used it. And you know, again, I have one that's got like you know, Pennywise and Freddy Krueger and stuff like that. I just, I just always dug this. Actually, I have a really well. I'll see if I can find it. But I have a really cool picture uh, that I found on the internet of um, everybody, like Eric Carr, Vinnie Vincent, as part of this. Uh, oh, they made part- like eight people in it or something? Or- yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. Hold on. I want to see if I can find it. I know I have it in here somewhere. But uh, but no, you guys keep talking. I will find it, though. Okay, we will do that. Well, we you will move that. on. While you're looking for that, we're going to yes. move on to the next one, which is... is this is my jam. Oh, yeah. Another great cover. And seven months later. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy when you think about it. I don't think people understand, like, because that's like how you mentioned, Mike. It's like bands don't release albums like that now or no. have they in the last no. 20 years. That never, no. That's never how it is. They don't. I'm sorry. It's eight months okay. later. My okay. I don't, I don't, sorry. I apologize. I don't mean to interrupt, but I don't know if you guys can see it. <laughs> that's but great. Yeah, that's, it's that's all of them. Like, there you go. It is all of them. And, and on top of it, also, I've always been on the hunt for the cover that has the teardrop in Paul's eye. I have I have a sealed one. Really? Yep. That's fucking right. Oh, this is this is actually one they did as a uh, sort of Creatures of the Night version of it. As well. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So I've always I've always dug that cover. It's just always super cool. All right. So June 1977, Kiss Love Gun comes out. This is now... There's been a progression that's been happening from Destroyer to Love Gun. And I mentioned on Destroyer, it was the first appearance of the Kiss Army. And then on Love Gun, they had a printed inner sleeve with, <laughs> uh, I believe there was a, a merch sheet in there. To, uh, not a merch sheet, but there was a, uh, a Kiss Army insert. Like an, oh yeah, like an order form. Yeah, an order form to join the Kiss Army that was inserted and then they're separate. Love Gun took it to a whole other level. Because not only did you get the album with the printed inner you got the merch sheet you got uh the 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 kiss army thing which i don't uh, and and then you got something else you got a love gun you got an actual paper gun that every single kid including me the minute i got it took it clipped it out of the cardboard adhered the paper to it and went and there, and you would just whip it like this, and Love Gun would pop out the front. It yep. says bang. I, oh, it says yeah, bang. A, That's right. It yeah. made a schlock noise. That's what I always remember. Yeah, well, I was like, fuck. 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 <laughs> now, find one of those today. It's going to cost you. I actually have one. <laughs> I have one with all the inserts and the gun and everything nice. in it. So I keep that. That's hidden. I have four copies of Love Gun. Goddamn. <laughs> Because it's just what you do. So I have one complete with the gun. I have a new 
uh, reissue that it's on like orange splatter vinyl. Yeah, that was the Walmart version. Yeah, and I play that because it actually doesn't sound bad. It makes me not use the other ones that are OGs. So yeah, there you go. Um, but Love Gun, uh, Ro, if this is your jam, why don't you talk a bit about this, it? This uh, this is the record that got me into them. I was two years old, and my brother was seven, and he brought this record home, and I will never forget. I remember just looking at it and saw Gene, and that was when I was like, "That's my guy." right there that dude i always thought peter looked super dope on this too but gene was like as soon as i saw it i was like that guy and that's what literally launched me into my whole kiss thing was was this album cover and that's why it's like if you want to ask me to pick a favorite song like that is going to be damn near impossible because i fucking love every single song on this record Every I think this is when uh, when Ace right was in his right stormtrooper phase. Yep. Huh? Yeah. Well, right in it, even into like then she kissed me. I mean, like that's one of my favorite covers that they've ever done. I just I, this record is is front to back like for me like perfection. You know, I mean, almost human. God, what a deep like that was my Gene song for a long time. And then once I started hearing God of Thunder, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like this is the guy, but like almost human was so dark. You know, I'm listening for your scream, you know, like, oh, yeah. What is it? Uh, I'm only a scream away. Like, I'm, I, was, I was like, fuck, yeah, dude. Even Hooligan, <laughs> Shock Me, like every song to me on this record is just awesome. This record, I have I have uh, one of those uh, 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 like print on canvas uh, uh -huh. things. It's literally two and a half feet by two and a half feet. It is huge in my office. And it's like, that is that is my jam. And actually, my good friend Hannah, who I hope is listening to this, she's got a bunch of the uh, the Kiss Girls on the bottom uh, tattooed on her arm, which I think is super amazing. You know, but uh, but this artwork, anything that's got this artwork on it, I'm fucking always down with. It is it is just supremely amazing and just every part of it was just so cool. So this record to me is is the shit. It will always be my one of my favorite like like it's such a defining moment in my own life. And it started when I was two. So that's why when people are like, how old are you? I was like, I was two years old and I knew exactly what I wanted to do. The dude I wanted to follow yeah. and that was pretty much it. So that is, that's my story when it comes to, to love gun. It's, it's perfection for me. Pick a song. I got to pick a song. Dude, all of them. You got to pick a song. I was like, there's all right. You know what? If that's the case, then almost human, almost human. But every song on this thing is fucking amazing. I mean, just that opening riff to "I Stole Your Love" is so fantastic. Yeah, it does. It is one of the better opener opening riffs on a Kiss right. album. And I think "Tomorrow um, and Tonight" is way better than "Rock and Roll All Night." I would rather hear that one than "Rock." And Roll. I disagree with you on that. Yeah, I disagree late. too. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we can rock all day. We can roll all night, man. I'm all yeah, about that. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But it's got too much of a like a kitschy swing to tomorrow and tonight. I thought that was, I, maybe that was just the kid in me at the time where it was just like I didn't have a musical sensibility, so it was kind mm. of like you know when you're talking you it know. sounds like something you would listen to in kindergarten yes right it's like i stole your love and you got, well because you got your i stole your love and then you got like almost human and you know got love for sale and shock me like you have all these kind of like, sort of darker kind of songs and then it ends with tomorrow and tonight and it just felt like such a good happy fun way to end the record you know i guess that's one way or to in the side it. rather not not in the record but you know Nick, but yes sorry pick a song yeah I'm having a hard time picking one too because the title track is essential. I stole your love is fantastic, but I'm gonna pick another another 
great deep cut in got love for sale yeah dude awesome song great one it's a good tune i'm going with the song well, love no. gun because i think it has gene's best bass line ever Mm. Boom, 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 boom. It's almost like uh it's like a old uh Elvis swing or something. Right. Yeah. It's it's got a walking bass line to yeah. it. And the way it opens it up where it's like, you know, that that octave put in it, put in it, put in it, you know, it just it's a good build, and then that walking bass line in the song is is actually really cool. So I'm going with Love Gun on that. Yeah. One. That's all right. Ooh. Masterpiece. Ooh. One of the best live albums. Ever, ever yep. in the history of ever. Why didn't yep. you use the gatefold to show this album cover? Because I'm doing covers. <laughs> so, all right, uh, who wants to do this one, Nick? I can do it. Uh, second volume of K- of Kiss Alive recorded, uh, I believe, at the LA Forum. Yes. Uh, yeah, mostly, yeah. I believe. <laughs> yeah, believe mostly at the LA. Three Forum. sides were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Basically, how the first Alive was a uh, culmination of the first three records. This is of the next three, Destroyer, Rock and Roll Over, Love Gun. Uh, and they went out of their way. They went out of their way not to have any songs from the first three albums on here. That was yeah. by no design. repeats. Yeah, no, no repeats. repeats. So great versions of uh, God of Thunder, I Stole Your Love, Detroit Rock City, King of the Nighttime World, etc. All on this album, plus one side of new tracks, uh, including a couple covers. Yeah, they did any way you want it by the Dave Clark Five. Yeah, <laughs> which is really it's weird. It's just supposedly, fun. supposedly. All right, there's a lot. All right, so a couple of things about this album. First off, not everything was done in concert. The yeah, first three sides, like some of them were like sound check. Or, Hard Luck Woman's a sound check. Yeah, yeah. So it's not all done at the concert. Second of all, you want to talk about embellished uh enhanced yeah. uh this album is well enhanced uh guaranteed number three side four like nick said is all new tracks with covers in there um actually no the th- uh, four originals one cover one cover uh, yep yeah yep. and that's anyone you wanted by the dave clark five that was paul stanley's call and i think he actually played every instrument on that the the entire band is i believe only on one song completely rocket and that's rocket ride, ride uh. by ace fraley which happens to be in my mind the best of all those five because some of the other all American man kind of sucks. No, it Rock, doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, Rockin it doesn't. In the USA, that's a stupid that's fucking a- thing to say. Rocking <laughs> in the USA kind of sucks. Rocking in the US. Come on. Germany was really neat. Japan had lots to eat. I love it, dude. Fucking <laughs> great rhymes. Yeah. Uh, Larger than life is kick ass. Yes. I-, I like larger than life. And Rocket Ride is again ridiculous. So seeing, so Ace, good. Yeah, seeing Ace the other week, he played Rocket Ride also, which I was just like, you know. He, he may not have sounded awesome, uh, but at the same time, it's like, I don't think I've ever heard that song played live ever. So I, it was just a cool, cool thing. I and have to agree with Dean Gene, on this one. Dean just said, that is the best Gene blood pick. Yeah. I almost got Except that. For, that, dude. He, that he, all, he also looks like he's confused when you look up close. He's like. Oh, <laughs> he looks really? like he's like what he's like cross-eyed I, like uh, what'd you say <laughs> i always looked at it like he was blood drunk like he just drank like he just like drank somebody's blood and he was just like Ugh, like this kind of weird primal version of him i always thought that was, that's what <laughs> yeah, i always yeah. got out of it and i love how he's kind of tinted in that blue yeah you know? yeah I, was, I, I always thought that was just the fucking raddest looking picture of him one of the one of the best ones 
And All right, the gatefold so we, we gotta, photo, the gatefold yes, photo is just fucking iconic, unbelievable. Iconic gatefold yeah. photo. Now, yeah. again, we talked about how starting with Destroyer, you had the Kiss Army, and then slowly and surely things built up with more and more stuff in each album. Well, this album had the mother load. It had a booklet, like an 18-page booklet. Yeah, tattoos. It had yeah, temporary it had tattoos. It had the Kiss Army insert. It was all it, it did the the whole rigmarole. And by the way, try finding those those tattoos, like in an unused. I have one. Yeah, I have one. I have one, but I'm probably not going to find another. So uh, I'm happy I have the one I have. <laughs> it's really difficult. Now we need to pick a song. I'm going to pick Rocket Ride. I'm not even going to pick a live song. I think mm-hmm. Rocket Ride is the best thing on this. Uh. Yeah. I dig I'm, it. I mean, I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick the live version of uh, Detroit Rock City. Okay. See, I uh, I'm going with I Stole Your Love because I just I love the way I love the way it opens that record. It's just it's so bombastic, and I just picture it's one of those things where like if you saw this live and that was the first song they opened with, that was a song where the curtain just drops and it just explodes off the stage. So that that's that's my jam right Plus there. Plus how they end it on the record where it goes it's fucking yep, awesome. It's just yeah. it's so amazing. It was uh, that and and again it's like that's how that's how Love Gun obviously opens as well and it just but it was just so much more raw and so much more huge sounding than I could have ever imagined it. So yeah, I'm going I'm going with I stole your love. Great. Now this this is interesting. All right. All right. <laughs> so after after all this was going down, they, they they were like started to really kind of hate each other and they did things like Kiss Meets Phantom of the Park and like So is there a of, problem with this movie? What is what is the problem with, with if, if you haven't seen the you're movie? You're looking for somebody, but it's not Kiss. Yeah. It's 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 scary. And then Ace wanted to leave the band. <laughs> and who could blame him? And he wanted to do like a solo album. So Bill O'Coin said, I have a great idea. How about you all do solo albums? Uh, and, and Neil Bogart's like, you know what? Why don't you all do solo albums? But we're going to release them all on the same day. And we're going to make 500,000 copies of each. But only sell one. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I We're I not going to pick songs from each of these. Because no, really, the only one to talk about is Ace's album. No, Paul's is good the too. Paul's is good too. Ah. Come on, come on. All right, wait. Can we all agree that Peter's album should not have a track on this playlist? <laughs> Peter <laughs> sucks. Peter sucks. Ace's is definitely the best, but Paul's yes. has a couple good tunes. It as does Jeans. Yeah, see, Radioactive uh, is a cool tune. Uh, see, see, Jeans, Jeans solo album. I I karaoke that shit all the time. Radioactive. And living in sin? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Living in sin at the Holiday Inn with Cher doing uh, some little spoken word thing there because he was and, doing Cher. Yes, yeah, he and was. and uh, Peg Bundy's on backing vocals yes, on yes, part of that record too. Well. And he and did then, her then too. And and when you wish upon a star closes the record. Come on, yeah, like what the fuck is up with that? He's not Jimmy Cricket. It's Here's the thing. Great. This is why I always defend Paul's record because I think the Paul track "Wouldn't You Like to Know Me" is the best non-kiss kiss song uh i agree with that and it took me a long time to really appreciate the paul record i really yeah. didn't like it for a really really long time and then i actually uh it was after i was reading his book 
um, after I was reading his book and and everything, I was I gained a whole new respect and admiration for Paul. And then I went back and listened to his his solo record. I was like, "Fuck, this is way better than I remember." Yeah. Hey, wait, tonight we, you we belong a, to me. He's good too. Yeah. We have a quiz. We have a quiz from Dennis Smith. What's the difference between a Kiss album and a Springsteen album? The answer is, I'll listen to a Kiss album. <laughs> That's funny. God right damn there it. You, right there with you. There you go. All right. Well, let's see. We're not picking anything off Peter Chris. Well, hey, hey, tossing and turning is still something that gets stuck in my head all the fucking time. So I'm That's a it. cover. That's know, a cover. You know, yeah. But you know what? It's something about his raspy voice singing that, you know, I couldn't sleep at all last night. Again, he's Ringo. He's fucking Ringo. It's a That's what he song. did. He yeah. is. He is. He's he's a we'll put that painting on. We'll put your nice drawing on the refrigerator kind of kind of guy. Yeah. You, know? like you get a participation trophy. As yeah, well. exactly. Exactly. All right. And can we all agree that either, you know, uh, um, either New York Groove or uh, 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 Rip It Out should be rip it out. Both rip it be. out. Yeah, rip it out. I listen to Speed and Back to My Baby whenever we're driving to Vegas. And it's a, a lot great of one, too. Yeah. And that's a great that's one, too. Snowblind's a good Snowblind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know who did um um uh, what song is it? Ozone. That's Ozone. Song. Um, you know who did an amazing cover of that it was the Foo Fighters. They did it on the Big Me CD single. Wow. And it's fucking awesome. Dave Grohl okay. nails it. Nails it. It is so good. If you get a chance, check it out. It's so goddamn good. He All really right. does it. Um, but for Gene, for Gene, I have too many. But I love again. I love how he redid "See You in Your Dreams." Uh, and Man of a Thousand Faces, I think, is a great track, too. Um, but ha- Living in Sin is definitely my jam. That is, I would go radioactive personally, uh-huh. but Living in th- Sin, I'm I think Joe Perry that. played guitar on that one, too. All oh, right, so yeah, Living in Sin <laughs> at the Holiday Inn that's the fucking best line ever. Right. We got to get off this, we're running really okay. long. Okay, okay, what's next? <laughs> Uh, shitty album. Um, How about let's stop explaining the albums and let's just go through and pick the tracks. No, right, we got to right. explain the albums a little bit too. We have to talk about it a little bit. So, all right. So they all got back together and they said, "Hey, let's make an album with all of us on the cover." Yet none of them were together when they made this fucking album cover. They're four individual shots, which I love. Um, this album, Dynasty. Well, this is, I guess, in Happy Days terms, this is this could be conser- uh, considered jumping the shark. I disagree. In a, in, in a lot of ways, um, I'm not saying that there wasn't anything good after it, but for a lot of people, this is where a lot of people got off the Kiss train because <laughs> of "I Was Made for Loving You." I was made for loving you. It's like they opened with that song, and I think that was I think that was the big mistake was to open with that song. Yeah, and and I, but it it was a single for them. Yeah, and at the time, at the time, you have to consider that disco was huge. Yeah, so this was their way of addressing it. Now they've done things like this uh, later on in their career too. We'll talk about that too. But I understand why. I'm not really against "I Was Made for Loving You." It's just not. It's just not the greatest Kiss song on the planet. Now, no, sure. are there a couple of things on here that are actually pretty good? I actually dig. The way that Ace Frehley did 2000 Man. Mm. Um, and Sure Know Something is not a bad ballad. Oh, I love that song. That that kind of showed what they were going to do about six years later. Hmm. That was like ahead of their time as far as a ballad. That sounds like it belongs on like Crazy Nights or something like that. See, I thought that that was in the same, a very similar vein as uh, uh, Do You Love Me in a way. You know, where it's kind of just that that other side of uh 
that other that kind of like I said, like Paul Stanley was always the kind of loving, lovey dovey kind of sex kind of thing. And uh I thought like like you know, um sure no something was right there with, with that kind of like kind of darker side of it in a really weird yeah. way. Like I wouldn't expect Paul to sing a song that was that dark because he was usually like, you know, I still love you and da da da, you know, I still <laughs> your love, but it was like but that song I thought was really kind of cool. Well, what are we going to pick from this album? Charisma for me all the way. Great one. I love that song. I hate it. Fucking love it. I'm going I'm to either <laughs> pick I'm going to pick either Save Your Love or Magic Touch. I think Magic Touch. Magic Touch is a good one, too. Huh. I, You know what? I find the whole second side unlistenable. Um, <laughs> hard times just, is pretty bad. The hard times. What yeah. I, I dig it, man. I dig. I dig that song. Hard times is good. X-ray eyes, I think, is a great song. That's a great oh, one. I, yeah. I like all these songs on here. I'm gonna part. go with sure no something. Sure no something is a great song though. It's a great tune, and I'm not a big fan of ballads, but it's one of their better ones, to yeah, be honest. I agree so. with that. All right. Now, <laughs> as oh, this came I'll with a really big one. ass cool poster. This one came with a kick ass poster too. Oh yeah, it did. Yes. This was one of the yeah you know, one of the coolest posters they ever put out actually, because uh, they were all in the uh, all in the uh, the rubber room. They were in the rubber room and all wearing uh, straight jackets. Oh, that poster. That's right. Oh, yeah. that's right. I was that thinking. Was the, the was that the other side of the gasp poster? Because I thought the one I had said had the big gasp. No, that's gasp. from uh, that's from Unmasked. Yeah. Oh, Unmasked. I'm sorry. What are we on? We're Dynasty. on Dynasty. Oh, we're still. still on Dynasty. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought we were now on we Dynasty. now we are on Unmasked. Hey, okay. by the way, that came with a poster, a gasp poster. Uh, <laughs> I think I sorry. think this okay. is the most underappreciated album in the Kiss canon. It is. It is Kiss doing power pop. I uh, love I, it. I, this is one of my least favorite records. For sure. I love this record, front to back. There is some bad tunes on it, but oh. I I'm a I like is that you? I'm a big fan of Shandy. Um, most people don't realize Ace or uh, Peter's credited on this record, but it's almost a hundred percent Anton Fig playing yeah, drums. Yeah. Um, but and by uh, the way, Anton Fig was also on several tracks on Dynasty as well. So, yep. Um, yep. But Peter at least sings a couple on uh, on Dynasty. This one, he's just not involved at all, other than the uh, Shandy music video. But uh, I like Shandy. I like um, Tomorrow easy as it seems but the tune for me one of my favorite gene tracks naked city oh that's not a bad song i forgot about she's so european also but i like i like all the the ace songs on this i think three three ace vocals on this on here yeah and i think all of them are really really good those are those are mine yeah i'm going with talk to me as well like as as far as the song off this album yeah shandy was interesting because again it's a very unkiss like song but it's like huge in australia yeah and, like and Paul has to bring that up every time he talks yeah. about Australia. He has to bring up that Shandy's huge there and that they call Dynasty Dynasty. Dynasty. He always has to say that. <laughs> well, you know, they call it You know, this Dynasty. one in Australia, they call it <laughs> Dynasty. Dynasty. <laughs> uh, Ro, did you pick one? Uh, I'm, go- I'm going with uh, Torpedo Girl. Torpedo Girl. Yeah, right. I always dug that one. That was that's like I said, the eighty songs on this record are so good. Yeah. And which one was yours, Nick? Naked City. Naked, Naked City. City. All right. So basically, Pepe Castro co-wrote that song. Okay, that's really weird. Um, 
So two, <laughs> two of the three A songs are making our list from this album. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Moving on. Ugh. Oh, the hey. best album ever. Best even from Kiss the, we've, album We've all ever. talked about how great all the album covers are, and it's like even from the cover, you know you're in for some bad shit. Yeah. It's a doorknob. <laughs> the door it's knocker. doorknob. Hey, wait. Dean is saying you need to load your picks into a playlist. That's exactly what we're doing. So after we're done with the show, I may not have time tonight, but tomorrow I'm going to put all this into a Spotify playlist, and you can come back and check and it'll be on the cover to covered page on Facebook, and it'll also be in the comments here on YouTube, and you'll be able to listen to the playlist. So, uh, good call there. So, yeah, the Elder uh, should be the Never. There's only <laughs> one track worth picking on this album. I? Uh, no, I The Oath. The Oath is good too. The Oath fucking crushes. But I, I was always a good song. I, I yeah. think I. I a, is a good tune. It's I is a pretty heavy tune. It's just, it's just anthemic. I like it's a good it's a good anthemic feel good song. And Dark know? Light's actually okay. Dark yeah. Light sucks. Nah, I like <laughs> Ace's playing on it. It's, are we sure it's even him? No, right. that one it was him. That was him. Well, he actually sang it too. So. Yeah, I know he sang it and he wrote it. Along with Lou Reed. Right. You know, Mr. Blackwell's a pile of shit. Under you the know, Rose with, sucks. Without, World without, without Heroes is a pile see, of shit. I see. Yeah. I like World Without Heroes as long as I never saw that video. If I <laughs> that video kills that song for me. That's the single I have. That's the picture disc single I have is for a World Without Heroes. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, not yeah. good. Uh, but All actually, right. I'm pretty stoked though. I went to the Kiss Museum in Vegas and they have the door there. Ah. Yeah. Hey, sweet. Yeah. You get to put your hand where the door. We're just right there. See, we're not talking about this one much, though, because they don't talk about it much. Right. It is the, it is the uh, Star Wars Christmas uh, holiday yeah, special. Yes, um, yes. It, it really is. Of, of it's very, album. very, it's not good. I actually have a it, sealed OG copy of this, too. This is another one that gets all the standard quotes. You know, it was the good album. It just wasn't a good Kiss album. <laughs> oh, you really got had, that. Oh, that's amazing. I had, concept, I had the concept to make an album or a movie. We were going to do a movie, and this was going to be the soundtrack for the movie. What, what about how like they got Bob Ezrin fresh from the wall to do that, and that's what yeah. we got. And that's what came out. <laughs> well, you know what? He put all he squeezed all the juice into the wall. That's what happened. It was right. like nothing left to squeeze. Like that lemon is dry. <laughs> All right, so this one we're not going to spend a ton of time on because uh, it's mainly a greatest hits, and this was mainly a European release. Yeah. Um, it was put out by, uh, I think it was Phonogram in the UK and in Germany, and the German version has the de-stylized S's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they don't like Nazism, which I agree with 100%. Yeah, right? You shouldn't you shouldn't be into that. Of all the things to that. not like, that's not yeah. a bad thing. So the S's on the German cover, the German issue cover, are a bit different than this one. But uh, who wants to talk about this one? You just did. Yeah, right. I think well, what song? I mean, like, what oh. song? Do you uh, guys there's only pick one song it? to pick. I'm a legend tonight. There uh, you go. I think Partners in Crime. Really? Yeah. That's well, those it. are the two original songs on the album. It was mainly a greatest hits, but there were two original tracks. Well, you got Down on Your Knees and Nowhere to Run, too. Oh, I, that's right. There were There's more, four. There? There's oh, four. There four. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. My bad. Nowhere to Run is actually a really good track. Nowhere too. to Run's good. Partners in Crime is my least favorite of those four. Oh, I'm surprised really? you picked that one, yeah. 
partners in crime is a, I, I don't know. I always, I always thought that was like a, like a, it just reminded me of New York in the seventies. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with, all I'm going to go with God of Thunder. No. <laughs> I, can't, I can't pick something that's already been out. Uh, I'm a legend tonight. I kind of dig. I'm a legend. tonight. It's a good song. Yeah. I all right. Moving on from there. Yes. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Creatures of the night. Hell yeah. The return. Love the it. return of actual love music. Love so it. when I was a kid and this came out, I first of all, I love the cover. Um, but so there was like when I was a kid, though, like I was about 10 when this came out. And there was this big thing like Ace Frehley's not really on the record. It was like news. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Little did you know this was like lie number 15 scandal. from Kiss. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like a scandal. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, at the time you didn't know that it was, you know, Vinnie Vincent on the album and Ace just on the cover and in one video. Yeah. Um, but that's what it was. So false advertising, big shock from Kiss. Um well, especially that later C D cover where it's got Bruce Kulik on it. I was like, what who who, who approved this thing? Oh, the yeah, one right. from like eighty five or whatever oh, that God. came out oh, the There's reissue. an LP of that yeah, too. There's an LP yeah. of that. Yeah, God, like, no, he's not on it either. That's two guitarists after. <laughs> <laughs> anything we could do to avoid putting Vinnie Vincent on anything. Yep, we're gonna yep. do. Now, they, they came back. They came back with a vengeance on this. And Michael Jackson was the producer. Yes. Not that Michael Jackson. Not, not Michael James Jackson. Michael right? James Jackson, who produced a bunch of things. In fact, I think he produced a bunch of those uh, original songs on Killers as well. Hmm. Um, but, Roe. I do. I even have to guess what song you would pick off this album. You know what? It's yes and no. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, uh, "War Machine" is definitely definitely the track. Um, but um, I'll never forget when I heard "I Love It Loud." Yeah. When I heard that, that doom, doom, I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" Especially after "Unmasked," I yeah. was just like, "Oh, thank you for going and just and especially you know, uh, uh, Eric Carr doing double bass and everything." I was just like, "This is finally." finally the drummer that i wanted to hear with kiss this was this was the thing so um yeah but then when i said like i said when i saw do you remember mike i don't know if you remember this do you remember u68 do you remember that at all so remember on the old uh dial televisions right oh yes yes so, yeah on uhf it was a yes. uhf channel yeah and so yeah. When, when i was living in jersey with my folks uh you know u68 was because we didn't have cable so i could never see any videos or whatever yeah 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 you know? And so U68 was this channel that used to come in intermittently. And I'll never forget when I saw that's when I saw I Love It Loud. And I was just like, my mind exploded because it was wasn't Uncle wasn't the Uncle Floyd show on U68, Uh, I I think, as well. I don't recall. And like the Ramones used to play on the Uncle Floyd show all the time. Yeah, it was just just, just, it it, it just made them back to being like this larger than life thing for me. So but then, yeah, when when it came time to naming my company, I was like, you know what? Yeah, like, let's let's do war. Well, because when I first did War Machine marketing, it was supposed to be street marketing. So the whole thing was this War Machine, this army vibe, kind of a kiss army. You know, my street teamers going out there like soldiers. That was kind of where the whole thing sort of started. Rock soldiers. Yes, as it were. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, um, but that's that's and it was like supposed to be a promo machine and all these kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was supposed to be that whole thing. And then when it switched over to to being merch, now it's become like, oh, yeah, helping you win the merch war kind of thing. So it still <laughs> works. But uh, but yeah, this is definitely this. This was the impetus of that, you know, so mm-hmm. I love it loud and war machine are the two songs for me on this one. Nick, what about you? War machine. Yeah. I'm going with I Love It Loud because I, I'll never forget how I felt when I heard that. I'm like, holy shit. Right? That's a cool tune. Like It was just because it was angry and it was sparse. It wasn't, you know, it was one of the first times, you know, simple. it was very simple, a simple beat. It wasn't like, you know, super fast, but I still got into it. I really, really, really dug that tune. So, yeah, there's, that's a, yeah, it's, and it's, and again, it's just such a, one of those quintessential Gene Simmons songs. Just that's. Oh. Oh, a couple of notes, by the way, mm-hmm. that we do need to bring up. The people that played on this album, the litany of musicians that played on this album is incredible. So Ace Fra- all right, the personnel, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Eric Carr, Ace Fraley, lead guitar, credited but does not play. Right. So if we look at the additional musicians, all right, Vinnie Vincent did a ton of solos. Robin Ford and I still love you. Yeah. Play guitar and all the guitars on rock and roll hell. Uh Steve Farris, who wound up being in Mr. Mister hmm. years later. Uh he was a lead guitar on Creatures of the Night. He played the solo on that album. Jimmy Haslett played bass on Danger. Mike Picaro, brother of Jeff Picaro. Uh yep, and played bass on Creatures of the Night. And then a couple other people I never heard of, but still, like the the amount of extra musicians that were on this album is unreal. I just so. love that Brian Adams co-wrote War Machine with Gene. I think that's like that's, that's like the best piece of trivia ever for me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, dude. Summer of '69. Let's do it. All right. Well, this is the uh, fall of 1983. Mm-hmm. Lick it up. The makeup comes off, ladies and gentlemen. Now we see how ugly they all actually are, especially Gene. <laughs> Who yeah. felt the need to stick his tongue out so you knew he was so Gene. You who yeah. he was. <laughs> if you were unsure of who was who, with his tongue out, you now know. And you're all feeling better for it. So um, I think once again, yeah, Michael James Jackson once again produced this. Uh, not as many, <laughs> Not as many guest stars on this one. This was pretty straightforward. Paul, Gene, Eric, and Vinnie Vincent getting full credit on this one. Um, First of all, Vinny could play, but I didn't like the way he played. He could write good songs yeah. too. That was he really could what write he brought good to the riffs. table. He brought he wrote great riffs. I didn't like his playing, but I liked the riffs that he wrote because this album is one of the heaviest Kiss albums done. Yeah, dude, there's so many heavy songs on this. Like writing. it's borderline thrash metal on a couple of tunes. Like yeah. Exciter, like the way it opens yeah. up, it's just like all right, you're in a new version of Kiss. Yeah. yeah. He uh, saved them in a lot of ways because I think it 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 modernized what they had known because like Creatures is a heavier record but it's still well established in Kiss world. I mean it's right. it sounds like a classic Kiss record. This yeah. is totally looking at what's going on around them and and starting to go that direction. Yep. And not only that, it also features the very first Kiss rap, which I think is great. That's that's true. <laughs> And Rick Derringer played the solo on Exciter. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. 
That's crazy. So, so I have another picture here of a bootleg that I thought would, I, I wish this was the album cover and then like you opened it up and then it was kind of them without the mask on, but it's, uh, there we go. But it's just, it's all of them just in their makeup. <laughs> See, that would have been, how cool would that have been if when that you opened been it better. up, that was, you know, or if it was like, you know, kind of like something you that pulled you it up out. or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You take it out. Exactly. That kind of thing. I always thought that would have been such a cool way to, to really just, I don't know. Just to, just to sell it, but you know. So let's uh, now. This is again. Now we're into the '80s here. We're starting to get into the you know again. This change kisses style. It's funny they weren't dressing how the music sounded in a lot of ways because right. you know um, it sounds the music sounds heavier than how they're dressed. Yes. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree. But let's uh, let's let's pick songs off this album. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm, I'm oh boy. Yeah, there's there's like three on here that I'm like, fuck, which yeah. one do I, what the, do I like the most? I think I'm gonna go with all hell's breaking loose. <laughs> what be this? What be that? Why you gotta look like that? <laughs> I am cool. I am the breeze. <laughs> you gotta have kiss rap. Come on. I love it. The video for that is even better, dude. But it's Both it's very much a I love levels. it. It's it has like an I love it loud kind of feel as well. You like in the so? chorus, well, in the chorus, you know, like the, you know, it, it's sort of like, like the chanting oh, thing, like breaking loose, like the gang vocal kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so I kind of dug that when I was, when I, I mean, you know, I can go with the title track too, or Exciter for that matter. And, and it, none of them would be wrong. Uh, Nick, what are you going to pick? Uh, I'm between a million to one and not for the innocent. Not for the innocent's good. Yeah, I think not for the innocent. Yeah, for uh, for me, it's uh, young and wasted, or uh, fits like a glove. Love fits like a glove too. <laughs> you know, uh, funny story, weird, just a weird random thing. So I saw the comedian Russell Peters, uh, the Indian Indian comedian from Canada, and uh, me and my wife were watching him and and at in L.A. And he's like, yeah, there I was, you know, you know, jerking off in my room, listening to Kiss sing, fits like a glove, and I'm like. I'm like looking around. I'm like, no one whatsoever. <laughs> I was like, what a weird, you know, considering he's such a hip hop DJ kind of guy, like to bring up this crazy deep cut from Lick It Up. Like I was, I was so blown away that he fucking mentioned fits like a glove. But I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm shit. Yeah, it's between those two because Young and Wasted is another really good song. But I, yeah, I think I'm going fits like a glove. That's a, yet another quintessential Gene song for me that just works. Yep. It's just fun. And now we move on to the dark times. <laughs> this is where I really, this is where I fell off the map with Kiss. Um, again, we have another album, another guitar player. Right. Uh, and another was, terrible album cover. Th this yeah, album cover album is abysmal. Awful. That is a terrible album cover. Uh, no wonder why it's probably the least sought after Kiss album of all time. I just bought another OG of this for like $8. <laughs> on vinyl? <laughs> yeah, on vinyl. <laughs> like, okay. It's not good. Um, uh, I, you know, there's one halfway decent song on it and of course it was co-written by desmond child was it thrills in the night i was gonna say heaven's on fire but heaven's on fire is a good one um yeah well thrills in the night uh thrills in the night no that was co-written with jean bouvoir i like thrills in the night that was gonna be my pick yeah i you know burn bitch burn 
that's that was what I was telling you about from uh, that Craig Gass was talking. Yeah, about. like it's like Maya Angelou for retards. <laughs> <laughs> this album is just this it. album really doesn't have a murder in high heels. One of these tracks, I can't remember which one, but it's uh, Bruce Kulick plays the solo on it. It's his first appearance. Uh, oh. He plays it on "Lonely Is the Hunter." Okay, oh, yep. Well, yeah, yep. And he also plays additional guitar on "Murder in High Heels." There you go. Yeah. Desmond Child does backing vocals, so he's he's on here too somewhere. Um, yeah, not not a big, not a really good album. Um, I don't even know why we've spent this much time on it. But the only notable thing was that Mark St. John was on this album, and then he wasn't Poor in Mark. Kiss anymore because he had a blood disorder. Uh, was it a blood disorder or a bone disorder? I thought it was something where it was like a. Well, he couldn't. Like it was like some kind of funky arthritis. I thought it was. All right, wait. Let's look up Mark St. John. Because he couldn't play. Like he had like, but I thought it was caused by a blood disorder. Oh, okay. Um, I could be wrong. But no, no, no. Let's take it. Well, he's first of all, he's dead. So yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. He died a long time ago. Oh, I didn't realize he died. Yeah. He he died in the early 2000s or mid mid 2000s. Yeah. Somebody beat Um, the shit out of him um, in jail, too. Really? Yeah. Damn. Oh, wait, he had reactive arthritis. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're okay. right. So he had reactive arthritis, which caused his hands and arms to swell. He was all yeah. but unable to perform live as a member of Kiss and played only two full shows and one partial show with Bruce Kulick playing the rest. How shitty is that? He had to just stand on the side of the stage and watch Bruce play. <laughs> that sucks. Jeez, that's, that's, that's awful. But one thing about this record, at least for me, was this was the very first Kiss record I bought with my own money. Ah, that's 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 my big that's why it's like i listened to this record so much because it was just like the first time i was actually able to buy a cassette with with my own money so i listened to that wait i didn't give you my favorite song on oh this sorry you big jerk um <laughs> hey who I, you it's calling very, big wait it's very rare that i'll pick a paul stanley song but under the gun under the gun under the gun is a great track also co-written by desmond child and yep. eric carr that's probably why so I like it go. so much. I'm a big Eric Carr fan. I like that dude a lot. Well, you know what's coming out on Record Store Day, right? Oh, yeah. I saw that. I got to figure out how to get myself a copy of that. Talk to the guy above you. What? Which guy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not if you can hear me. <laughs> not that guy. Not not that uh, Not that above you. I'm talking Brady Bunch style. No, the one uh, just above you. Yeah. The one just- <laughs> uh, all right. So Asylum, another album, another guitar player. <laughs> This one stuck though. Th- this one what? This one stuck though. The gu- yeah, I thought you said yeah. stunk, which would be no, right. Not about the guitar player, but about this album. Um, but let's let's be honest. The the poetry and writing that went into something called "Uh All Night" is <laughs> is amazing. Um, this is this is around the time that you could tell that Gene Simmons is like fuck this shit right. i'm not doing I, anything i want to be an actor i'm gonna phone this in and just yeah. give you something yeah um so yeah anything that gene did on this album is pretty terrible yeah it's very cutting room floor gene simmons which is yeah not awesome the That's only hit quote unquote from this album was tears are falling great guitar solo great guitar solo but that's yeah. it there's nothing on this album that I find good at all. I don't mind who wants to be lonely. 
King of the Mountain's good. Like Roe was mentioning about uh, Eric Carr's double bass drumming and stuff. Like the drums shred on King of the Mountain. Hmm. Yes, that is true, and that's that's an, an aggressive tune. Um, from in that regard, that's also written by Desmond Child. Of course, uh, <laughs> but uh, and Tears of Falling is actually purely a Paul Stanley tune, so that's a little surprising. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. This this is one of the few Kiss Kiss CDs in my collection that is still completely wrapped. Like I refuse to wrap it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand this record whatsoever. I think like, I have two. I have two or three copies of this, and I do believe one is sealed. And and especially yeah. once I saw like it, like video of them live and everything, I was like, "What are you doing? Come on!" What about that move Paul does in Tears or Follow, where he goes like this? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, not 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 so good. Not yeah, so good. Not, who actually produced this album? I don't even know who produced this album. Who produced Kiss probably produced it, which yeah, is right. produced by me. Because Gene at the time I think was producing the right to rock by Keel. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we're black and blue. Yeah. First first point. Tommy Thayer sighting. Uh yep. <laughs> yeah. Black and blue uh all right let's let's move well let's see let's pick songs uh i'm just gonna go with uh, uh all night because i want to put something very <laughs> stupid on on the playlist that's a burn bitch burn of a, of a song right there yeah there you go uh who <laughs> wants to be lonely okay Ro? I'm, going I'm going tears are falling there you uh, go at least yeah, there's some one. redemption <laughs> yeah Ugh, another, all right another not good one for me uh, this one right here Whoa. yeah crazy nights uh I, I mean i'm sorry crazy 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 night well that's crazy the name tonight. of the song the album's only yeah. crazy nights it's only one crazy <laughs> um hell or high water is an okay tune hmm. um yeah this album is uh turn on the night they really 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 tried hard to get that single across the finish line and why it was co-written with diane warren so that's they probably my paid. Pick. They probably paid a butt load of money. <laughs> to, I love to turn on the night. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's. There, I don't even want to spend time on this. Yeah. Um, what about what, reason to live? No. Reason to live was going to be my choice. That's a Desmond yeah. Child written tunes. Yeah, it's just one of the worst Kiss songs <laughs> ever. Bang, is bang my you. way. How about Bang Bang You? <laughs> bang Bang You. <laughs> And that's not even a Gene Simmons song. No, no it's no, um, that's just a crappy Paul Stanley song. Yeah, it's just not good. Uh, this whole album is pretty awful and forgettable in so many ways. But I'm gonna go with Crazy Crazy Nights, yeah. uh, just because. You know, here's just, like I want somebody to ask Paul Stanley to try and sing "My Way" now. Oh, he is God. singing so out of his range on that song. Yeah, He's like so. doing Paul and the Sammy Hagar on Dreams. And oh singing so out of his fucking range. I'd love to hear Paul do that now. <laughs> and next album. Let's just go. No, uh, wait. Is, oh, well, yeah, I guess this is between the two, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. November wow. 1988. Now, again, let's let's look at this chronology again. You know, if we go all the way back, we had like four albums a month. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> four albums a month. And then we look, we have. 79, 80, 81, 82. Two and 82, if you count killers, oh, wow. is, is the second one. Oh, yeah, 83, oh. 84, 85, 87. They toured a little bit of time. But again, let's look at what month all these came out. <laughs> like, all right, oh, October, great. September, 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 September. <laughs> oh, 
They're trying to get in. And they're the, all like you know, the, the fourth 18- quarter Christmas crowd. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Well, you know, we want to give out Chris for Chris, kiss for Christmas. It's Kissmas. It's Kissmas. Yeah, right? exactly right. They're like, it's going to work this year, I swear. <laughs> so November, they went a year and two months. And then like, well, we need to make some money this year. So let's put out this really kind of tossed together greatest hits with everything else that's been on every other greatest hits album, plus some things from the 80s and a new song. Did they only have one new song on this one? Two. Those two. Uh, uh, put the X in sex. What was the other one? You make me rock hard. Oh, God. <laughs> it is so bad. Oh, those uh, songs are awful. It is. It is so bad. Uh, but loves like a muscle, and you make me want to flex. But <laughs> when the, uh, let's put the X in sex actually was a pretty big single for them. It was. It was. So it did well, uh, and uh, good for them. And guess who co-wrote that song? Desmond Child. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Plus, this album also includes the re-recorded version of Beth with Eric Carr on yeah. vocals. How many times has Beth been re-recorded by Kiss over the years <laughs> right, with every drummer they've ever had right. and like some other people that worked in a studio? They should have just renamed Peter Eric. So it would be like, Eric Chris, Eric Carr, Eric Singer. Yeah, everybody, right. everybody Eric. Everybody Eric. One of my um, favorite things in Kiss be, uh, Behind the Mask, that book where they... They uh, they go song by song from all the albums, and they interview the people involved with it. Bruce Kulick for "You Make Me Rock Hard." All the, all this quote said was was uh, this is clearly Paul trying to do something of the era. Uh, this is not a song to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on that. Let's pick the two songs as the two singles, the the, the two original songs, because everything else is. And the re-record of Beth. And the, you want to put the re-record of Beth on you the playlist? What? If anything, I will pick that. All right. That'll go on the playlist. Because Eric Carr, Eric Carr is, is my dude. Like he I, had a good I, voice. He had a good had voice. A Eric Singer voice. has a better voice, but He's, he had a great voice. He was just a great. I don't know about that. And, and well, what, you don't Eric think Eric Singer has no, a better no, no, voice? No, no, no. I agree Carr? with what Rose saying. I oh, don't okay. agree with what Mike's saying. Oh, about Singer? Yeah, no. I don't know. I think Eric Singer is a better singer than Eric Carr. Eric Carr yeah. is just. I, I just in every ask video him. and everything I see of him, it was just like he was just like a good dude. Yeah, you know? and I feel like that comes out in a lot of. The songs that he writes and, and that he sang on and stuff. It's like you can you can hear the good dude in him come out, you know, and I think that's always that's always been my favorite thing about him. So I'm going with Beth. All right. Moving on. Go one of the it. one of the greatest album covers of all time. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. I love this record. All right. You know what? This is called Hot in the Shade. And they named it wrong. It should be called the Hot Bucket of Shit. <laughs> this album is Listen. fucking terrible. This album I, is just fucking I, really bad. This record Gene, and the tour was awesome. Gene has great. completely checked out at this point. True. Like, his songs on this album are so bad. They're so bad. He barely wrote them. He got credit because I think he's in Kiss. Because he's yeah. Gene. Yeah. But I mean, like, they're just... Cadillac Dreams. I love that song. I think Bucket of shit. One that's of the wor- one of my most hated Kiss tunes of their whole <laughs> career. Silver Spoon. Oh, Silver Spoon. Yeah. Oh, no. so bad. 
there are just so many bad album, uh, bad songs on here. Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot. Of, I love Rise to It. I think Rise to It's a fun one. That was that video was like the first time they put on makeup in like 15 years. Just the, the street video. giveth and t- and the plus, street taketh away. Plus the line. Plus the line. Uh, if you give me an occasion, I'm gonna rise to it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> It's, it's oh all about the, the, the innuendo. So... Come on, you know that. Yeah, the kiss is kiss was all about innuendo. But I mean, the songs suck. Michael Bolton wrote a song that's on this record. I like actually, your... that's a, I actually think for being a power ballad, that's one of the best. It yeah. is, it is. But that's and where they another, got to. And another fantastic Bruce Kulick guitar solo, one of his best on on forever. Yeah, forever is a good tune. Period. I, I, won't, I won't argue that. Forever is a really good song. And and Paul Stanley says, "Well, you know, I actually wrote it mostly. Yeah, Michael Mike, Bolton didn't have much know, to do with it. Michael Bolton just sort of came in and helped me tie up the loose ends." Yeah, let me tell you something. That sounds. If Michael Bolton sang it, I wouldn't blink because <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. it sounds like a Michael Bolton song. And <laughs> right. and also hide your heart, which I know was written by Desmond Child, but that is basically just them trying to be Springsteen. So here's here's now this is very funny. I'm not I'm, I don't, well, Nick, you wouldn't remember, but Nick wasn't alive when that came out. But Ro, you were, and I don't know if you remember this, but this album and Ace Frehley Trouble Walking came out at the same time, mm. and both albums had Hide Your Heart on it, and Molly Hatchet Lightning Strikes Again has it on it too. Ah, all three funny. of them all came out around the same time. All around the same time. This was my first Kiss concert. This was my my first concert ever. And my first Kiss concert. All right, so you're allowed to like this a little bit more. Yeah, than this others. one. This That's one had a lot of. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, a, a lot for me in that one. But uh, but I, oh, I'm, I'm. We got We got to pick songs. Sorry. Did we pick songs? Yeah. Okay. Let's pick songs. Go for it, Mike. I'm. I'm just gonna go with forever because everything else is. No, I'm gonna go with hide your heart. I'm gonna go with hide your heart. I'm gonna go with hide your heart. Nick, what do you got? Forever. I'll take forever. forever. All right. I'm gonna book tradition a little bit. I'm going Little Caesar. The Eric ooh, cartoon, ooh. the Eric Carr song, Eric Carr and Gene Simmons, and it's just a one of those songs that I thought was just again I can hear the good guy in Eric in that in that song, and I think it's just a lot of fun. Oh boy, we're two hours into this show. All right, moving on. They got twenty nine thousand records. Of course, we're going to be two hours into this. Well, we're getting we're getting we're actually now. This is where things start going like this, as far as how many years in between. Yeah, we only got a couple left now. Yeah, yeah. So, Kiss Revenge, first album featuring Eric Singer. Yes, uh, because Eric Carr had cancer. Yes, and it's very, very sad. Uh, but he is in a video, and and Nick didn't. Nick doubted my knowledge on something last week, uh, and I wound up being right. So for uh, once, for once, I was right on this album. Uh, Eric Singer played on the whole thing. He all except for the car jam. Yeah, uh, which is Eric, uh, like an a, a Eric Carr solo. Is, I guess that was recorded during soundcheck in a studio or something like that. I forget what the story is behind it. It wasn't. It was like on, on like lost tapes, and they put it on here hmm. uh, because I believe this album was released after his death. It, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's in the video for their cover of "God Gave Rock and Roll to You." Yep, and he which was, is. Yeah, he was- deep in the throes of cancer at that point too he yeah just, he was he wearing a wig and he wanted to tough his way through that thing yeah and so again, and he sang and, on it yeah he sang just, on he it. just can't give up I, like for me his integrity and all that is just it's the old like that's that's what i love about it yeah. you know now this is the uh this is the denim and leather kiss era 
<laughs> yep. So, and some of the songs on this album are actually pretty good. Uh, this album really didn't do well in sales, but there are some good tunes on here. Yes. God gave are. rock and roll to you, which again yeah. is a, co- it's, it's a cover, but it's not a cover. It's song. a cover of the Argent song, but the, <laughs> the words have been changed and, and Bob Ezrin put his production thing on it. So, and it wound up doing great for Bill and Ted's uh, bogus journey. That's it was, true. Yeah. It was a single off, off that uh, soundtrack. Um, so, Guys, if you had to pick songs off this record, what would you pick? Nick, go for it. Oh, man, so many. Heart of Chrome's great, Unholy, uh, Thou Shalt Not. But, I mean, I feel like you got to pick Unholy. Yeah, that's that's my jam, too. Unholy or Domino? Yeah, Domino's great, too, but Unholy's just so... Especially, like we just talked about, Asylum, Crazy Nights, and Hot in the Shade. Coming off of those records and having this one open with Unholy is... I mean, yeah, killer. And this tour was unfucking believable It was incredible. Easily one of the... I think probably the loudest concert I ever went to was this tour. Um, But, man, their opening acts sucked assholes. (laughs) (laughs) they make the worst opening bands for the store i'm gonna uh, go with uh i'm gonna go with god gave rock and roll to you just because i i i really do like that song a lot and i like bruce's playing on it a ton um you know the the doubled solos and what have you actually done really really well and a lot of the song's just fun i know it's like you know anthemic and all that but i like it so fuck off (laughs) (laughs) all right not much to say here. It's another like, live is, album. All there is to say is every time we do this one, the place lights up like a damn Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had a favorite Paul quote from this record as opposed to like an actual like song from it. You know? Yeah, that, that would probably be better. Um, so it's a live album. It has tracks great I, this I don't is even a good know. don't rag on this, this is great i'm not record. ragging on it it's just it's just this was just like purely for money like there's no there's no soul on this one i i didn't yeah. think and it's hyper produced it is hyper produced that is for sure i i hate it when they have like the crowd noise like where it just continues throughout the entire song yeah. <laughs> i'm like no crowd does that like Come on. while paul you know? is saying alcohol it's not the whole time you know right. the same level of noise from the audience i'm sorry i love i love the version of um i was made for loving you on this though with eric singer doing the double kick stuff in it and, right. and, and shit i i think it's cool uh watching you for me is is my standout track yep great one another, another song that they just don't play that often and it was just rad that they did it on this one i dig the fact that i love it loud you're able to hear that live on this one so i'm gonna go with that mm. Enough. All right, moving on. What else we got? More live, <laughs> unplugged. This okay. was, uh, this was, well, this started the, the reunion of the end. It started yep. the beginning of the end of the end. Of the beginning <laughs> of the end that ended in the beginning. The beginning of the, beginning the end of, of the, the road. End. The beginning of the end, <laughs> which started again with another beginning, and now finally has its fifth end. Um, so I actually don't dig this album too much. Really. Um, I love it. I love this record so very. Much. I like the record better than the live special. Like the oh, actual really? watch, oh, I, watching I, the unplugged is terrible. Um, oh, I, I disagree. It. Yeah, I, I, I think it's it. awful. I think it got good when when Peter and, and Ace came out, but 
everything until then was like i love the version of beth on here because they do the um the version with the uh 12 string guitar and stuff which is the original recorded version um not with the orchestra in fact it's the version from phantom of the park um i love hearing the them do that and when you watch the special it's just the four of them i think that's that's really it's really a cool moment and then when they all come out and they do nothing to lose i think is is awesome yeah i agree with that uh my favorite on this record though is plaster caster yep great version I love I love the acoustic version of it. I think it's so so amazing. That really lent itself to the unplugged thing, which you wouldn't think it would, but it it yeah. did. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with short note something, um, because that song did work unplugged. I mean, it, it was a ballad anyway, so it kind of worked. But I mean, you know, trying to squeeze in things like rock and roll all night in an acoustic setting is kind of yeah, kind of funky. It's it's rough. Oh, it's, it's better rough. than and then, the West Rocket doing it. That's for yeah. Sure. <laughs> And then the we... fact that like Ace talked his fucking ass off and they had to keep shutting him off. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, all right. He's yeah. <laughs> just like, dude, what about though in the in if you've watched the unedited version of this, how Gene f- fucks up? They have to restart Domino like five times because he can't remember <laughs> the words. Uh, oh, I do like coming home though. I think coming home is actually yep. a really good track on there as well. Yep. All right. Wait, this this. Uh, this is a shame. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I unfortunately Dude. have nothing to say about this record. <laughs> this is this is Kiss doing Alice in Chains, but years later and poorly. Yeah, and not well. The the production is so threadbare. Um, it's not anything that, you know. They had opportunity. They had Bob Ezrin back in the fold for Revenge, and that album actually did. Okay, and there was some good Bob Ezrin things on it, and you kind of felt like Stella got her groove back, <laughs> you know. And then, like, Stanley they come out with, back. but I mean, they came Stanley out with like, that was got his groove. Back. Stan Lee got it, yeah. <laughs> so, 92, they came out with Revenge, then they have a live album. Then, three years later, they do an unplugged. Then right after that, they come out with this bucket but, of shit. But here's what you got to remember about this. When this came out, they were already a year into the reunion tour. This only right. came out to fulfill a contractual obligation. Yeah, this was recorded in like 94 or 95, and it didn't yeah. come out until this point. It and just it shouldn't have. So it's not as out of date as it seems in perception. But the thing but. is, like, if it was so outdated by the time you were releasing it, obviously it's like, well, we got to do something here. Uh, you know, it, why not they, put it out in 94? I, I wish they just did some, even releasing it in, in 97, I just wish they did something with it as opposed to this, like, you know. Right here it is. This, yeah. this, cover, and... this cover is shit. Yeah, it's like that's <laughs> garbage you know this cover shit it looks like sebastian bach is playing drums you know (laughs) that's funny oh wow it totally does i never thought about that but you're right (laughs) yeah gene's got his mustache because he's just too lazy to fucking shave at this point yeah yeah, bruce looks like he's in the dead at this point he does (laughs) he's playing a bc rich from the late 70s and paul's just like I have to go paint. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the yeah. legs. <laughs> I think he's got the smock on, actually. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, this this album is is not good, um, and I had a hard time finding anything that I would want to put 
on on the the the, the play the only jungle. thing I can think of is jungle. Like jungle's great. I like I think jungle. Master and slaves okay. Master and slaves good. Childhood ends okay, good too. Yeah. That's about it though for me. I can't. What about I walk alone? The only recorded Bruce Kulick vocal. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> jungle's great though. That's uh by the way I don't know if this is stated on. Uh, Mike, I'm assuming you're pulling shit off of Wikipedia, but uh, that's Bruce Kulick playing bass on Jungle. Uh, let's see. Vocals, lead guitar, all guitars on tracks 7, 9, and 10. Bass and acoustic guitar solo on track 5. That's I Will Be There. Uh, all guitars and bass on tracks 2, 6, 8, and 11. <laughs> so Rain, Jungle, It Never Goes Away, and In the Mirror. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, again, Gene is just like, no, I'm, I'm, I have to go make a movie or money. I have to no, do he something. was, yeah, he was negotiating with, uh, with uh, Doc McGee at that point. Yeah, but look at him; he looks unhappy. He's yeah, the only right. one not even holding his base in the right position. I took my picture. Can I go home? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's move off of this, and we're almost uh, done here too. This is just terrible. Now. This looks funny. It's not blurry. It's because this cover had a, what they call a lenticular, lenticular cover. Yep. So for those of you that don't know what that means, that means that you can look at it like and it's like a on how you move it. Thing. Yeah. It's like, look, oh, there's a curtain. Oh, look, there's Kiss in a Psycho Circus. There's Kiss behind a curtain. There's Kiss in a Psycho Circus. Yeah. So, <laughs> now... <laughs> I like this album more than I actually want to admit. Um, you know, this was this was the reunion where they all again only played on one song together. Ace, Ace played Ace played on a few songs. Peter sang on one and played drums on one. And Gene and Paul, well, Paul played on everything. Who knows if Gene played on everything? No, because like uh, again, Bruce Kulick's playing bass on Psycho Circus. Yeah, now there you go. So, uh, and then also, we don't know if Tommy Thayer was playing a lot. That he said no. I think there was somebody else who was playing guitar uh, on this. It, he played lead guitar and bass on track five, which is "We Are One," which is "We Are Shit." Funny enough, that is a Gene Simmons track. He mm. didn't even play bass on his own track. Um, but you know, let's see who else is on here. Shelly Berg played acoustic piano. Uh, yeah, it's not saying who else played. That was it's kind of like a well kept secret. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, it's 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 a decent album. Yeah, it's I... decent. Look, it got the Bruce Fairburn treatment when Bruce Fairburn is the one who made Bon Jovi do what Bon Jovi did. So uh, he he's the one. I think he was producer. I don't know if he was producer on Slippery When Wet, but he was definitely producer on New Jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they recruited him to do it. I think he's passed away since. But yes, yeah. Um, but I mean, there are a few decent songs on this album. The, the, title, the title track, track uh, is great. Uh, Into the Void, which is the Ace Fraley track, is my favorite by far on this album. Yeah. Um, uh which is just uh, I'm 18 by Alice Cooper with different lyrics over it. Which one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Dreaming. Dreaming. Uh, it's just 18 by Alice Cooper. The, the other, uh, what about Raise Your Glasses? 
Yeah. Piece not, of monkey shit. Yeah, yeah but also so is I pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll. That's why I don't that like God terrible. Save Rock and Roll for you. I hate songs like that. I hate these heavy metal hallelujah type songs. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Well, I'm I'm not a fan of several songs on this album, but there are some that are good. Like you wanted the best, I actually like it. Hmm. I actually <laughs> like it. It's four of them. It's all four of them singing again. It's another track with all four of them. They're not playing. Not all four of them are playing on it, but they all sing on it. Uh, you know, Into the Void's a cool tune. A yeah, very cool tune. Pretty much uh, the only song for me on this record. Yeah, but I mean, like, I finally found my way. Yeah, where you can hear in the bridge Paul Stanley's vocal louder than Peter, so even because, though it's Peter's yeah. song. <laughs> it's just so bad. All right, so what are we picking, kids? Into the Void. I'll pick uh, Within. I'm going to go with Into the Void as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, we I could go with the title track, but I can't do we need do we need track. three songs off this? No, we don't. So I can't I can't stand that title track. I hate that they open their show with it. It really just gets the shit out of me. I, I do like it though. I, mean, I know a, I, cool a lot tune. of people do. A lot of people do. It just should it open their show? No. Yeah, that's how it's just this welcome um, to the show kind of crap. Welcome to the show. Yeah, that big fucking fade out that it does. <laughs> uh, all right. So the last of the numbered live albums, and this one, a lot of people haven't even heard of, which uh, this, would be a good thing. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not the worst. Thing in the world i think it's okay uh but it's also very coveted and hard to find on lp i'll tell you that is it really uh, these these go yes. upwards of 600 700 for a copy of really? this at this point yeah wow yeah these these were and i think they were numbered they were really? and it is it, it's one of the exclusives in the uh Kisteria set which which nobody even gave me praise for that, Mike. What the hell? Like I to promote the show, I took a picture with my Kisteria box, and nobody was like, "Holy shit, you've got the Kisteria box." Wait, hang on one second. I thought I was. I thought you were holding up like. Uh, uh, I thought it was like the, the original Kisteria one that came in the uh, the the like. He's got that too. Holy shit! Was that a Kisteria box? <laughs> Way yeah, to go, like, Nick. I was leading over That's the road awesome, case. man. That's awesome, dude. Wow. I'm so honored to be your friend. Hey, kiss my ass. You know how much that thing goes for? That yeah, I know. Yeah, right. So shut up. Yeah, right. Bite. Laughing all the way to the bank, goddammit. Yep. No, he spent the money. Uh, yeah. It's only worth something if you sell it, bro. Uh, maybe right. I will. There you go. To me for eight grand. Yep. Um, Give me eight grand. It's yours. Great. So this was interesting. It was a live album that was done with the symphony, but not completely. Yeah. They played right. a bunch of songs and then the symphony came out and it was like slowly. It was like them, then like a chamber quartet with them, then the entire orchestra with them. Was, and part of it was acoustic, too. Right. Well, yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. So like that, a lot of that, the uh, with the ensemble was the acoustic portion. Um, right, if I have that right, yeah, pretty sure because they do like Shandy and I don't know. I mean, I don't want to go on and on and on about this. It's okay. It's just weird hearing rock and roll all night with an orchestra, but they were all dressed in Kiss makeup. Right, of course they were. Yeah. It didn't lend itself the way the Metallica one did. No. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. No. Uh, so what are we picking off this, kids? Actually, I love the album cover. I just love the, the the single drop of blood. I think that's 
I, I just think that I always thought that that was a really cool just yeah added part to it. I just thought it was it it, it changed it from being just a black cover with this thing on it to like I don't know. Just thought it was a cool effect. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going with great expectations. I yeah, that was cool. That's that a was great cool. Song, and I think it lends very well to the whole symphony thing. I'm gonna go with shout it out loud because I thought that kind of worked. That kind of worked too a little bit. I'm gonna go with Shandy because that's the only <laughs> live album that has it. That's true. There you go. All right, moving on. We're, up, we're down poop. to the last. Yeah, the Sonic poop. Sonic poop. Uh, so this is another one of those like super collectibles. Why you were only able to get the albums through the Kiss fan club, through the Kiss Army, I think it was, really? and it was like five, five or six. There were like five colors and a and a black vinyl, or was it five including a black vinyl? It was five like, including a black. So yeah, so you could buy each one of them. They were practically giving them away at one point because nobody wanted them. Now you can't touch them individually for eight hundred bucks. Really? Yep. Oh. Good to know. Which Pretty is sure nuts. Pretty sure so, I passed on this one too. Now I have it, but I have a bootleg picture disc. Like I just it's just my placeholder. Just to say I have it on vinyl. You know, that's about it. Uh this album is uh okay. Actually it's not. Who am I kidding? It's actually a bucket of shit as well. It's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. Modern Day Delilah is the only good song on this album. And that's only because um, the other songs are so bad. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm an animal. Like that song is god awful. Or um, yes, I know nobody's perfect. Yeah. But <laughs> but baby I come awfully close. Yes, stand with the great with the great lyrics. Stand by my side. I'll be next to you. Russian Roulette, that album, that song really sucks. Um, so, yeah, this is, we're not, I mean, I, I think we can all agree that the only thing to pick is Modern Day Delilah. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and I, I really have appreciated that the last, you know, five, six years that they've been touring, that they've made sure to eat up a set list spot with Say Yeah from this <laughs> record. That's really been say cool. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing to do. We're not putting that on the th- Yeah, Say No, Say Play Something Else. You know All what right. I think would be interesting, just real quick about that one. I was just looking it up. Uh, I didn't realize it was released in Europe by Roadrunner. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's interesting. That's yeah, European distribution. There yeah. you go. Crazy. All right. Monster, the final, thank God, the final <laughs> studio album from Kiss. And yeah. we know they're not recording anymore, so that's good. Because, all right, I'm I'm going to be... Honest Paul alluded too. to that they might do some more recording oh, God, on why? Howard Stern. Why? why? I don't know. Um, see, you know what would be cool, if I may, is I would love to see them do a record where each song is produced by a Kiss fan. So, like, Rob Zombie produ- produces a Kiss song. Dave Grohl does one. You know, Scott Ian does one. You know, like, st- something like that where it's kind of like it can be done in that same, you know, kind of vibe and era and whatnot but done by the fans so that it's but it's still them kind of writing a kiss song i love that idea that's that's a great idea but gene and paul won't ever be told that they're doing anything wrong so right you know that's not gonna go there's only way row there's only way one way we will do this album is if they pay us to write songs for us because then we make money on the front end. It is uncanny money how good you are end. at that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say, like, uh, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl might be the biggest rock star on the planet, but to thy one self be true. All right. He always has to say some shit like that. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so this album 
hell or hallelujah. Um, that's pretty much the one I would pick. It's not as bad as Sonic Boom. It's better than Sonic Boom. It is. Mm, yeah, um, I'll give you that, but not it, by much. <laughs> no, but I also think that Hot in the Shade is, you know, just yeah, equally as shitty yeah, as Sonic Boom. Though. What uh, about what about Back to the Stone Age, which is just kick out the jams by the MC5? Yeah, yeah. Much, right? <laughs> or all the love all for the love of rock and roll. Of oh. course. God. Uh yeah, I, I again I, I think that we take me down below. Uh you know, Tommy Thayer sings on this album. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Freak is probably the one song that I'd probably be like, like sure, <laughs> but that's, that's uh, so that's it. your pick is what you're saying. That's your yeah. pick is Freak. All right, yeah, cool. Freak. Row picks Freak. Nick, what about you? Uh, I guess Hell or Hallelujah, but if you're taking that one, then I'll take Wall of Sound because that's a decent Gene one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's not All right. bad. So I'll never it's funny. Forgive it's the top them. three songs on the. It's the first three songs on the record. <laughs> I will never forgive them that on this tour was when I saw them, and I think it was when uh, they were co-headlining with Motley, and and Paul Stanley was like, you know, doing his rap, and then he just cuts in and he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Thayer, shock me!" And I was like, "No, I'm not standing for this." Yeah. I was like, "I'm not going to hear Tommy <laughs> Thayer sing shock me.' Fuck that." Oh boy. Well, that is all the main albums. We've made up a, a playlist here, uh, and it was a struggle to get through some of it, but we anticipated this. So. Wait, wait, wait. Can I throw one last thing in? Sure. Kiss My Ass. How about that one? Well, that's all covers. It is all covers, but I'm curious what, what anybody's uh, favorite on, on that is. We're about to do Discovered, and I have a feeling that some oh. of those songs are okay. will be part of that segment. I have a feeling. Fair enough. Oh, right. I, I got a feeling. You got to you do a covered thing. I forgot about that. Yeah, we do. Yep. So, uh, hang on one second. I always uh, just wish that they did a kiss my ass part two or part three. I think that would have been fucking great. Yeah, because that's hands down the most dated tribute album of all time. Yeah, it yeah. is. At this point, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I love that record. Um, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying there's a lot of bands on that that only make sense to have them on it because it's 1995. Right. Yeah, seriously. I mean, come on. Toad the Wet Sprocket doing rock and roll all night. Are you like I was? Yeah, the, the Gin like, Blossoms doing people? Christine sixteen. That at least made a little bit more sense. It's good, but I'm just saying, like now yeah. you would never ask the Gin Blossoms to to be no, part no. of that. Lemonheads, <laughs> right? You know. So, all right, we're moving on to our last two segments, and then we got to go because we were almost at two and a half hours here. This, this is, is the ridiculous. longest show ever. <laughs> but uh, all right. Ro, thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. And uh, me, again, great. I love it. If anybody's still here and you're not haven't done it already, please subscribe, hit like, all those other fun things. We usually do this every Wednesday. We're not doing it next Wednesday, and I don't think we're doing it the Wednesday after that. No, I think that the following week we were going to do Thursday. Well, the fifteenth is next week. I'm I'm on the road. The twenty second. You're seeing your no, best friend. Oh no, yeah. I'm in. I'm at the. Uh, oh event. yeah, you're down south, and then the 29th. Oh no, wait. Uh, we were going to do the, it on the third. No, Thursday, the 29th. The I'm, no, yes, Thursday the 23rd because we were supposed to do the Pink Floyd thing. That's right. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
because they're going to be talking about the Pink Floyd uh, Dark Side of the Moon, uh, do an unboxing of that live, I hope. If mm. one of us has it, which I'm I hoping so. so it's it's going to be you. Yes. Uh, and then uh, we'll figure out if we're going to be on the week after that. The so. week after we are not going to be on because, oh, because that's when I'm seeing Springsteen. Yeah, but that's when he's going to be coming in his jeans every three seconds. Like, oh, New Jersey. Uh, all right. So, Discovered is where we talk about a cover song we like as much, if not more, than the original. And I am going to go Kiss-themed on mine. And I alluded to it earlier. I am going with She from Kiss My Ass by Anthrax. Because I love their version of She. They slay it. Yes, they, they absolutely do. slay it. They do it so much justice. And you know what? For those of you that haven't heard, Anthrax does some bomb-ass covers. Yeah, they, <laughs> they do. do. Great they covers. did such a killer of Carry On My Wayward Son that would you would think it was Kansas. Just a little heavier. Yep. And uh, this, this is when uh, John Bush was in the band. Mm-hmm. When he was singing. So uh, his voice fits a lot better for this than than if it was Joey Belladonna, for sure. So they did a really, really, really good job of it. So that's my choice for this week on right. Discovered is She by Anthrax. Bro, you want to go? Uh, I can go. Um, I, I have two, but uh, one is because of nostalgia and one is because it's awesome. Uh, when I was in, living in Jersey, we had a a, a place um, right by Route 18 and Route 1, this interchange called the CD Trader. And I found the nice fucking EP by Anthrax, which was a French the French EP, and it had Parasite on it. And that was the first time I ever heard a Kiss cover at all was this Anthrax thing. So that was my first real introduction. Uh, the other one I had was uh, God of Thunder done by Death on the at death's door which was i was like holy shit never heard anything like it but my pick is calling dr love by shandy's addiction with uh, uh off of kiss my ass so it's, oh, oh it's maynard tom morello uh brad wilk and i think uh what's his name uh, tim cummer come uh, uh, comerford yeah whatever so it's rage against the machine with, without with- without zach uh, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, and Stephen Perkins plays drums. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's just such a weird, totally different version of Calling Dr. Love. I'm Like, it's just done in such a strange, weird, experimental way, like with, with Maynard and the way that Tom Morello does it. It's it's just unbelievable how how awesome that song is. So that's that's my that's my pick, is uh, Doc, Calling Dr. Love by Shandy's Addiction. Cool. Nick? That is fucking so good. So I think it's it's the best cover I've ever heard. I've mentioned it before on Discovered, but it makes sense to talk about it on this episode. A song that Mike ragged on earlier, and I can't believe you ragged on it. All American Man, covered by the helicopters. Oh. Barn, barn the best Kiss cover ever, in I my never, opinion. I never even heard of that. I, I got to check that out. Like, they, that they kill it. Um way more gain and distortion and stuff but true to the original uh arrangement and everything but uh without a doubt my favorite kid ever oh that's awesome and, totally and one of my out. favorite kiss songs i can't believe you ragged on that song mike oh because mike is a communist he doesn't like anything that has to do with america yeah i'm right. not american i'm anti-american <laughs> yeah. all right you your ISIS so now yes so now row Yes. You are uninitiated. You will now be initiated to that which is this song sucks. Now, there are two alternate uh, intro videos for this. 
one Nick likes, one Nick loves, and I've created a third. Uh-oh, a third one. So you ready? I'm going to play you the original. Okay. Right, we're going to start. We're going to start there. And this is how we introduce this song sucks. Uh, reach All out right. and grab you. No, nah, actually, that's not it. This is the error. That's the original. Wow. Nick likes that one. Nick loves this one. Because Nick really does not like the Steve Miller band at all in any way, shape or form. So I've made a third. Very topical. Sounds like somebody violently ejaculating. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, that's oh outstanding. God. I gotta play it again. Wow. Oh, so good. <laughs> So we good. usually play the intro like four times just because we like it so much. It's so stupid. Horrible. But uh, for those of you that don't know, that was taken from the uh, original uh, uh, unreleased Kiss track uh, that made it to the uh, uh, Detroit Rock City soundtrack. Yep. Uh, it was a song written by Diane Warren. That's why it sounds so. It's called Nothing Can me. Keep Me From You. <laughs> well, guess what? You're right. Nothing can bring me to you <laughs> with Nothing that song. Just around. All right. So you can make this kiss themed or not, but basically the way this works is it's a great band with song that sucks. Cause they can't all be zingers, you know, they can't sure. all be great. So we have a whole playlist for this. An example just... is Van Halen dreams. Okay. So that's one of them that he picked. I chose going to raise hell by cheap trick one week. That would be the one for me. That was just... not a good pick. See, I thought it was a great pick. I thought it was an amazing pick. But this all got started by Mother by the police off Synchronicity because that song really sucks. So anyway, Ro, give us a song. We're going to keep it a kiss themed? You can if you want. Okay. I am, but you you don't have to. Hmm. Sorry, you might have to give me a second on this one. You know what? No, I got it. The love theme from Kiss. (laughs) just remember being like what am i listening to that or kissing time to be honest with you well funny because you just took mine because (laughs) i was going with kissing time uh because what a bucket of shit that is uh and to do it for a kissing contest and then make it part of the album like stop it stop it yeah but without but without that, we wouldn't have got that fantastic interview of Gene on the Mike Douglas show. 
or where he says he's the the prince of darkness or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she said, uh, <laughs> I can tell you, you have the hook for the nose or whatever. And he's like, you should have. Dod- yeah, Dodie Fields or wherever. Yeah, Dodie Fields. And she's yeah. like, wouldn't it be funny if under that makeup he was just a nice Jewish boy? <laughs> I was like, you and he, have and he no goes, idea. He goes, you should only know. Right. <laughs> so great. Like, you can't hide the hook, darling. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nick. All right, so my pick, and Mike, you you picked this song earlier. I don't know if you picked it to put it on the playlist, but you said it wasn't bad. I think it's the worst Kiss song in the whole fucking catalog. From Psycho Circus, you wanted the best. I don't think it's that That song is fucking awful. Oh, my God. You you think that song is worse than Dreams? No. (laughs) No, it's definitely not worse than Dreams, but we're talking about Kiss here, right? Everything in perspective. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that song's awful. I hate that they all sing. The lyrics are super cheesy, and it's uh, it's really bad. <laughs> all right, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This song sucks. We have now completed This Song Sucks, which means that we should play a, an outro for it. I'm really proud. I'm so proud. Of- horrifying. <laughs> well, the, the I wrote that. I didn't write the scream, oh, but okay. I wrote re- I wrote and recorded the song. I'm still proud of it. That's 15 seconds of glory that I have right there. There you go. But uh, the scream I found, and it's just fantastic. <laughs> that is fun. That is all right. Fun times. So we are done with this episode of Cover to Cover. Thank you all for hanging in there. There's still seven people watching us, which is crazy. I'd like to thank our guest, Ro Coley from War Machine Merch. Thank oh, you yeah, so much yeah. for hanging out with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'd like to thank you, Nick, as well. Uh, Ro, uh, l- let me see if I got this right. If I put this banner ticker thing up, is this correct? WarMachineWorks.com. There we go. And contact him and get your yourself made into an action figure or a Funko Pop, for that matter. Yes. And or then, anything. Or, anything. or anything. And then, uh, let's see. Nick, that's you. That's me. Somewhere. So, Nick owns Rock City Music Co. Rock City Music. And uh, you got any cool things coming up? Oh, we've got in store events. Yeah, we got a book signing uh, this week with uh, Gary Graff, who's written a ton of great rock biographies. He just put out a brand new hardcover uh, book about Alice Cooper. uh, Photos of Alice's entire career from early days all the way to present day and uh, we're doing a panel discussion for that with a bunch of uh, local celebrities and such it's going to be a great time free admission come hang out yes come hang out Ro anything you want to promote uh nope just war machine merch that's what we do if you need merch I'm the guy to come to that's what I do so So what you're saying is you do merch I do merch or if you want to check out some of the stuff that I sell um go to how was that Jeez. He's Fuck trying you. to pitch. Fuck he's trying you. to pitch his business. But if you want to go on eBay, uh, my eBay store is called the Inferno Room. Jesus Christ! What is this? Like Opie and Anthony over here? Yeah, right. Uh, yep. There we go. <laughs> Gotta love it. But yeah, that's that's it. So WarMachineMerch.com or uh, the Inferno Room on eBay, uh, where I sell a ton of Kiss stuff and all sorts of other fun stuff. So come and check out some of the weird shit that I got. Awesome. And that too. <laughs> it's gotta, time to play with the sound effects. We I know, right? Them I'm alone. Like, we're in blazing saddles. You know. Yeah. I think you had enough. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Fuck you! What's happening, baby? <laughs> See, there we go. All right, here we go. Time to start the jingle. You know what that sound means? That sound means we're leaving. So thanks again for watching. I am Mike Venezia. That is Nick Morocco. And below us is Ro Coley. Ro, thank you again for being here. Thank this you guys was... for inviting me on this. This was fun. I'm glad you had a good time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us on Cover to Covered. And uh, Nick, we love you. And we'll see you guys uh, on here in a couple of weeks. We'll announce it's not next week. Next week, we are definitely not here. But probably on the 23rd, we will be here because we need to go through the Pink Floyd 15th anniversary Dark Side of the Moon box set. And real quick on uh, Rose eBay store right now, he has four of those Destroyer figures that he showed earlier. Oh, all right. I need the whole set. Yep. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. See, so now go and buy it. Why are you still watching us? We're done. Yeah, seriously, buy my stuff. Yeah, really. Go. I guess All right. <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly. God. All right, y'all. Thanks again. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Peace. There, y'all. Boosh, boosh.